Hey y'all, quick uh, little announcement thing up top or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know. Hoo-ha-ha, our network that we're on that uh, makes this shit possible. Uh, they're throwing a show on April 1st uh, and they're like, yo, will you please ask people to go to it? And I was like, yeah, of course. Why why, why wouldn't I? So yeah, you should go to the show they're throwing. Uh, it's the April Fems Day show. It's at this new store that's opening up called uh, New Profanity where like they work with directly with artists and people to fill their store with things to buy. You know, it's not like a corporate America being pumped into a store. It's like, hey, the dude down the street made some cool shit. You should come here to buy it. And the money goes to him. So they're doing a show there. Uh, it sounds really great. The comedians on it look hilarious. It's on April 1st. Uh, the doors are at 730. The show is at 8. Uh, and the address for that is 7706 Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh that's at new profanity. Proof of vax is required or, you know, just fucking fake it. It's not that hard. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't encourage you to do that. But uh, you should, you know, go see this show regardless. Support it. It is $13 for tickets, but uh, snacks are included. And who doesn't love fucking snacks? Um, also uh, on April 1st uh, is my show Perverts. So if you're in town in Austin and you want to see... Some hilarious, uh, kinky, sexy comedy with a wonderful halftime performance. Uh, come to Creek and Cave on April 1st to see Perverts at 11 o'clock. Tickets are 10 bucks. Still very cheap. Uh, some of the cheapest fun you can have. It's the beginning of the month, which means it's the end of the month for some people. So, like, I'm not going to make you pay uh, $50 to see what you should be a $50 show. But, yeah, uh, buy tickets to that at Creek and Cave's website. Uh, also, Ariel... If you're in San Antonio on April 1st, Ariel will be at the Blind Tiger uh, in San Antonio uh, at 10 p.m. Uh, go to Ariel's website for tickets, and I forget the name of her website. I feel like she's changed it a bunch, but she probably hasn't, and will just tell me that when she sees me and hears this and be like, bitch, what the fuck? You, you should know what my website is, but I don't because I'm <laughs> stoned at lunch recording this. Uh, yeah, so come see any one of those shows if you're in Los Angeles Go the new profanity thing. If you are in Austin, come to Perverts. If you're in San Antonio, you know, go check out Ariel at the Blind Tiger. Or really, if you want, fucking fly in for those. Any of those shows, you would be happy if you flew into the city for, honestly. Um, yeah. Peace. Enjoy the episode. I've had, so like, you know how uh, last time I was like, yeah, you know, if we'd been having the White Boy Summer Contest, you would have won. Mm-hmm. That's because, like, I hadn't been fucking a lot mm-hmm. recently, but, like, in the last few weeks, like, that all changed. It's uh-huh. just, like, like with everything in life, ebbs and flows and comes in, like, waves and shit, right? And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I <laughs> I restarted my Tinder, but, like, with the specific purpose of finding, like, a mommy or daddy, mm-hmm. like, to do some age play stuff with, because I'm, like... I don't really need people to fuck fuck, but there are just like some holes in my sexual life that were like filled. Yeah. <laughs> is a, are you specifically looking for a mommy or a daddy or would you be fine with a non-binary parental unit? I'd be fine with like a caregiver, mm-hmm. you know? Caregiver. Yeah. That's what they usually say. <laughs> so now like it sounds CG. like you're old instead of young though. <laughs> right. I'm doing geriatric uh-huh. shit. Yeah. Or a babysitter. You yeah. know, you're my babysitter yeah, or whatever the fuck, good. you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. Parental figure. <laughs> yeah. Like that joke I tell is like, it's the parental figure that most closely fulfills the stereotypical forms of matriarchy right. within your familial unit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I, I was doing it and I was swiping and I, I fucking lucked out. I hit a jackpot. I swiped on this dude. Just he wasn't on there like as a couple even. It was just like dude, dude. Um, mm-hmm. And swiped on him and he was like, hey, my girlfriend and I are both like daddy and mommy dom tops. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> you oh, don't say <laughs> fucking jackpot. Oh, oh, did somebody get all of my letters? Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of my letters at once. Uh huh. So I I ended up going on a date with them. Um, Can I see a picture? I, I don't have a good picture of both of them. Okay. I, I like he is really cute. Also, it's just one of those things where it's like, God, as I'm going through dude Tinder, I'm like, you motherfuckers need some help. Like mm-hmm. you are not picking the best pictures of yourselves. Or maybe they are. I mean, I'm just using this guy as an example, and mm-hmm. some of the other guys I've gone on dates with. It's like. Y'all are way hotter in real life. You just don't know how to take a picture of yourself or pick pictures that are actually flattering. Yeah. And like show off what people are interested in. Um, Because like the the pictures I liked about this guy were like some of his more innocuous ones, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, you're not trying to look cool. You're just being you. And I get to see who you are in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was went on a date with him, but the same day I went on a date, I found out that this tattoo I got on the back of my leg got infected. Mm. And so I was like, fuck. I was like so torn because it's a big tattoo and it was a large infection, which is just dangerous, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it was pretty infected. I hadn't noticed it because it's on the back of my leg and I thought it was just a tattoo that was healing and hurting. Um, but Alexis saw it and she was like, baby, that's fucked up. Like you, I don't know if you should go on that date tonight. Yeah. Like you need to go to the doctor and some shit. But I was so fucking torn because I'm like, <laughs> but I got this. I want to be torn. <laughs> yeah, I want to be torn and I'm torn. Uh-huh. I, you know, they were like inviting me on this date to this like really fucking cute restaurant bar place that. I don't know if you were going to meet mommy and daddy for the first time. Yeah. yeah. And I like put together this outfit that was like fucking super cute. And that's why she saw the tattoo as I was doing a spin to show her off, show uh-huh. off the outfit. Uh-huh. So I ended up hitting him up and just being like, y'all, like, I'm so embarrassed, but, like, this tattoo I got is infected. I need to go to the emergency clinic and get some antibiotics. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to the date by 7. Yeah. And they were just responded with, like, that's okay. You take your time. Like, no worries. Like, we'll just be counting the minutes. You're late to see how many spankings you get. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> good, 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 good. Like, uh, I I really love that. But weren't that. you, wait, weren't you postponing it for several days? Well, at this point, like, I was just, it was early enough. I was getting ready early. I was like, You're like I might be able to find an emergency clinic that doesn't have a wait. I can just get in and out. <laughs> Either and way, this is a lot of spankings. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked that response because yeah. it was both like, yo, do not fucking worry. Mm-hmm. Like, take care of yourself. And then played into Still, it a little bit. And yeah. it was that was so nice because I was worried about not getting either one of those. And they managed to do both at the same time. Yeah, really nice. Mm-hmm. So, like, I go to the emergency clinic. And while I'm there, I get a text from daddy. And mm-hmm. he was like, hey, move the reservation back to eight. You have plenty of time. You know, take care of yourself. And I was just like, you're so fucking good. <laughs> so i go and meet them at this restaurant bar thing it's like where sandra bullock's restaurant used to be in town over on west fifth it's like that kind of like brown stone looking building that has a basement uh it's like a underground like bar restaurant place you'd have to tell me what the names of the restaurants i forget what i just know it used to be sandra bullock's restaurant is it on the north side or the south side 
It is on the north side okay, of the road. There's this place that I think I see in my head, yeah. Yeah, it's now called Devil May Care. Yeah, okay. It's the same restaurant, more or less, except she was trying to be nicer. This is a little more toned down, but still a little swanky-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, this it, one's a little more Devil May Care. Yeah, a little more <laughs> Devil May Care-y. So, like, I ended up getting these antibiotics, getting checked out by a super fucking hot doctor. Just, like, such a hot young dude who, like, had great shoes, cool style, good voice. And well, you're like, already, like, humming from the anticipation of the mommy yeah, daddy Yeah, and, so. like, I'm in this still fucking sexy outfit, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, <laughs> he's checking me out and I have to, like, turn around and show him the tattoo on the back <laughs> of my thigh while he's sitting down. I'm just, like... You wishing to the thigh the tattoo were higher up. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, yeah, pull my skirt up. Fucking take a look at it. Oh, I got a tattoo on my cock. Getting you got to check out. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the asshole tattoos. Yeah. It's the recycle yeah. sign around my ta- asshole looking okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my main concern. Uh-huh. So we go... So I, Go there. I get antibiotics for it. The doctor's like, yeah, it's infected, but like, just don't worry about it. Keep it dry. Blah, blah, blah. Great. They double dose me with antibiotics, you know, because they get like the primer dose. And I was like, well, I've got a little while till that hits my system. Like, I'm not going to not have a cocktail or two at dinner because you're not supposed Uh to drink on antibiotics. Right. Sometimes you're really not supposed to drink on those things. Yeah. And I I straight up asked uh, the ER nurse and the doctor. I was just like, yo, like... How do we feel about one cocktail? Yeah, yeah, or like a few. Like I'm not trying to get drunk, but I I was like I have a I have like a work dinner I'm going to. <laughs> if you will, I'm going to be putting in some work later which like, after this dinner. <laughs> when they saw that, they were like, mm, "Sex worker." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not inaccurate. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, so I like uh, they were like she was like the they were essentially like, you know there's no real worry about it becoming less effective that's a wives tale or only very specific antibiotics like you're affected that way really the biggest danger is like you're just upsetting your stomach right. and it's not good for your fucking liver right right and your body uh you'll just get really nauseous so i was like all right i'm just gonna play it super slow and easy i don't need Sip. to get drunk you yeah. know i'm just gonna go on a date with this mommy and daddy and see how it goes and i get there and thought i mean also i should say like they're mommy and daddy, and they're both like at least like forty eight into their fifties. So it's like mm-hmm. mommy daddy, it's, like yeah. primo, like mm-hmm. mm. not not even that much role playing. It's just are they actual parents? Do you know? Yes, yeah. both. Yeah, how old are their kids? Do you know, one of their they're kids like, is eighteen. Okay, I don't know the ages of the others. But just I, think, I just want to generally anyway. We don't. They're need not children. Too many identifying, but yeah. So they've yeah. got like adult children. Yeah, yeah. And so, ones. Yeah. and like I show it's up, not. and like I haven't seen the girlfriend yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're both divorced and they're older and dating now, right? And mm-hmm. found each other and been dating for a couple of years and very in love. And shit. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. Um, and so, like, I haven't met the girlfriend or know anything about her. I've just seen his pictures and know that they want to take me on a date. And so I show up, and I'm just like, as soon as I see her, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like she just has like the best mommy titties, just uh-huh. like giant, <laughs> awesome mom tits. And, like, this, like, fucking great mommy energy, like, this, like, bubbly fucking fun energy. And, like, you know, I walk in, and they're both pretty noticeable in this restaurant. <laughs> Where tits are, anyway. And, yeah, and it's, like, you know, they both have, it's cold when we do this, so they both have on these cool, big, faux fur or real fur coats. I think yeah. hers is real. His was faux. Funny. And, like, uh, you know, they see me, and they come, and they greet me as I walk in. And I realized when I walked up, I didn't know how to find them at this place. So I uh-huh. walk up to the lady, and I'm like, the Have hostess. Have you seen some parents uh, yeah. missing a child? <laughs> Help, I can't find my mom and dad. 
But I was just like, hey, I'm meeting someone here, like a couple. I just know the dude's name. Like, here's his name. She's like, oh, yeah. And like, it dawns on her and she like uh, visibly and she takes me back. And they're like sat in this corner that's like kind of, even though it's a corner of the restaurant, it is a focal point of yeah. the restaurant, right? With the way the layout goes. Uh-huh. Bar, I guess I would say most people are just having cocktails. There's and like just an arrows on the wall pointing yeah. toward this weird threesome that's happening. Yeah, and so they were like, "Oh, here it comes sit in between us." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I'm sitting in between these two as like we're having this conversation, and like because of the way it's set up, like I can look out pretty easily without it being weird because I'm not like then not looking at one of them. Yeah, and so I can see everybody's eyes in the restaurant. Like everybody is like <laughs> looking at us at some point. And oh, I'm, yeah, everyone's looking at y'all at some point. I'm so <laughs> fucking turned on uh-huh. by it. I'm <laughs> just like, like, <laughs> like, they're all clearly being like, they know what the fuck's good. They may not know exactly. <laughs> they're either like, this girl is a sex worker and she's going to fuck these two people. She's here working. Something or, sexual is happening yeah, between this of, interesting threesome. Some, Let's just, yeah. some holes are getting filled. Uh-huh. One way or the other, holes are getting Figurative, filled. Figurative, literal, yeah. Every, yeah. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. And so, like, I just have proceed to have, like, a very fucking lovely evening. The dude, you know, and girl are just, like, very nice not pushy at all just there to have great conversation mm-hmm. laughing a lot you know ask if i want another drink i'm like oh you know, i'm about to start antibiotics i'm not really trying to drink drink but i might have another one in a minute he's like oh yeah no worries like right mm-hmm. no, like no weird pressure to get mm-hmm. fucked up yeah, like yeah. was like do you need food we can just order know more what you want you can order more food yeah and like they're older and so like not old, but like they're older, old yeah. enough to where like they haven't necessarily been around in like the more, I don't want to say woke kink world, but like mm. the more communicative kink world, mm-hmm. right? So like using woke as an example or a word to mean like knowing a bit more modern, slightly like quote unquote correct way to do things. Uh-huh. Like they weren't doing things wrong, but like. You know, I had to like bring up constantly, like, so what are y'all looking for? Like, what are some things that you don't like? Yeah. Right. Cause like we hadn't really talked about age play and detail and what exactly they're after. Right. Yeah. And so, cause I, I was pretty upfront about what I'm after in my profile, which is like, I'm not just looking for someone who wants to fuck. I'm trying to find someone who's into the lifestyle Coloring aspects of this as stuff. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> You know, I, what if we want to go have like a mommy daughter day? Uh-huh. I want it to be Will just that. Will you take me to the children's museum? <laughs> Can I? Will you take me to the park? <laughs> See, that's the kind of a mommy you need. But the, I think I found the mommy I need because uh-huh. she's like, yeah, we can totally like go shopping. I'm like, yeah. Oh, sure. I want to go shopping too. Yeah. yeah. They were like, do you have a passport? I was like, yes. <laughs> that's then. a great first date question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, we like to, you know, before we like to travel a lot and like, you know, 
he goes on business trips but like he'll take me like on yeah. the trip to like boston she like we love go boston you, yeah. but like i'll like hang out in the hotel and just order room service and go shopping then he'll come back later and we'll go out for dinners but you yeah. should come and we could have like a day and i was like oh yes, i should come oh fuck yeah I I will. come over and over again yeah Coming and coming and coming. <laughs> I'm gonna come wherever you want to take me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was fucking uh, so here for it. So like, I'm having some of these conversations with them, right? Just trying to pick out what they're down for, and like, there's definitely this energy of like, all right, we're clicking, things are going good, and they're like, would you want to go to like another bar or something? Or our place is just around the corner, which is fucking dope because we're on West Sixth, and so yeah. I'm like. Just around the corner, like yeah, we live two blocks that way. In one of the high rises, yeah, yeah, and I love the high rises around there. I, I know. It's <laughs> like I was like, honestly, like I know you mentioned you had like hella weed back at your place. Like I, since I'm not trying to not smoke or drink a bunch, like I'd rather just go get like super stoned Fuck and like yeah. hang out. And so like we went back to their fucking like yeah, very nice, uh, very high up high rise, uh-huh. and like uh, the mommy wanted to play dress up with me and put me in like fun like fun clothes i posted a picture to facebook in like this like very like tool heavy kind of gown dress thing with a bong that's funny she Uh, wanted to play dress up yeah she was like oh let me put this on you and like Uh they'd bought me a butt plug that they forgot to bring so when i got back like we got you a present and they gave it to me like do you want to go put this on and I was like, yeah, on. sure. <laughs> you say on. Yeah. Do you want to try it in? <laughs> it's like in, in New York, you say you put the butt plug on versus in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay. So I, they're, they're not, you know, they're older s- straight people. I mean, she's clearly kind of bi-ish. I yeah. think he might be a little bi or whatever. I'm assuming they're everybody. If, yeah. But like the, the thing I've learned is that like straight people don't in general in general have good sexual like accoutrement around like Mm. they usually don't have a lot of lube they might have a vibrator of some sort but like because it's like well if your pussy gets nice and wet and you're just some dude fucking pumping it in and you're not yeah yeah and so i'm like do y'all have any lube and she was like we might have a little bit left in here and it was fucking ky heating lube and i was just like god damn it did you not bring your own lube (laughs) i well i didn't think i was gonna fuck them I, oh. I thought I was just going out for a date, I always and it just went up, way better than yeah, I thought. I usually do carry like uh, a lot of those little pocket ones. Yeah, I usually carry condoms and lube with me wherever I yeah. am. But like, I was just carrying like a cute clutch that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't um, you have those like um, those little to go lubes? I always I save those up from gay I events. Should, where, yeah, because yeah, those are great to just sneak in. Because it's like in just in case, and you never know. And then you can put those anywhere. Yeah, in a little drug pocket in your jeans. You know, it doesn't. Because be the an one issue. I do have is like double Scorpio cells. These really Fairly small, small like three ounce like bottle yeah. of lube and so like i can just i just tuck that in mm-hmm. um you just tuck it next to your dick <laughs> yeah that's just <laughs> that's what i call my lube pocket yeah. <laughs> call it old jiffy lube uh-huh. <laughs> i can get to my lube in a jiff uh, yep yep okay <laughs> most people quick draw guns for lube. me i'm like yeah, and then the condoms anybody need to get butt fucked yeah, yeah. <laughs> You think it would be reversed where I wouldn't put the foil in my asshole, but I kind of like it that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a warm up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So warm. So like they, um, they only had this little bit of like shit KY hot lube, and then like uh, the woman was like, you know, oh, but you know, my face stuff would would be Has a bunch good of coconut oil in it lube probably. too. And she like set it down. It was in a clear bottle, and it wasn't labeled. And I was just like, I was like, oh, okay, thanks. What's and I like, kind of shut this? the door of the bathroom, but I was just like. I'm not putting that shit on my asshole. Like, well, there's you no should have asked her what it was. I mean, no, because in my head, I was just like, "Yo, I know myself," and like, 
I can mm-hmm. get there with just spit if I need to. Oh, I'm pretty I'm pretty good. Uh-huh. Like my butthole's been around the block. Like uh, it's right. uh, <laughs> and also it's not like they gave me a giant butt plug, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not it's like one they, of those little ones. Right? Well, it was sizable. Oh. It was like it was sizable enough to how big like, are you talking that you did it with just spit? Well, I didn't. I used a little bit of KY. Oh, I was okay, like, if yeah. I can't get it with KY or if I do it and it's like too burny. Yeah. It's my fucking asshole. It's like that oh, shit doesn't warming. feel good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was probably like, you know, that big around, mm-hmm. like okay. the, like the size of a silver dollar. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, pretty big. Uh, yeah, not not in... Big enough that I would have big enough a mystery lube, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To get it in your asshole? I was like, you can get that in your asshole? Yeah, probably not at all, but... I was yeah. like, I didn't know you that well. I didn't know no, you could do no, that. No, no, no. Also, I would need some weeks to work up to it, for sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if I were you, slash... Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know, I'm just saying, like... If I'm That's still crazy, it. but I... I, I don't, yeah, I don't know how big your asshole is, so I guess... It's not big, but I can work up to it quick. How prius Kind of second. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Like I and that's what I did. Was like I like they gave it to me. I'm like that's a bit presumptuous that yeah. I could just fit that. Like, but I also wasn't. <laughs> but gonna, also not wrong. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. But I didn't want to be a little bitch about it and be like, uh-huh. uh, how dare you think that I could just shove this in my ass? <laughs> they so like, listen to the podcast. They're like, yeah. well, <laughs> we we're aware. We did our research. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I like yeah, I, I gently you know work it up and work it into my asshole, and then we. I go out and I show them and they like take pictures of me with it in like bending uh-huh. over in their apartment and shit. Little uh-huh. do you know there's just blood dripping down <laughs> that part <laughs> for them. That's so hot. Mm-hmm. Um I used to so I used to get off so hard to the idea of like being deflowered and like bleeding and like mm-hmm. shit like that. Like I still do get off to it, but just yeah. not as tantalizing so I'm way less of a virgin now that yeah. was like early on fantasies of me like sure early trans fantasies of like having to lose my virginity like having a vagina and things like that mm-hmm. yeah and butthole stuff but um <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah we had this great fucking night they ended up like talking about how they you know in addition to yeah wanting to do fun sexy things like just wanting to be mommy daddy just take care of me and be parents they're like yeah mm-hmm, so like sit on my lap and read the book, read the book, the book, the book. let's just go get dinners let's just go yeah. around and do things and like yeah. come hang i'm like I... <laughs> for whatever reason you want an adult child you can fuck yeah 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 cool cool <laughs> in, cool. In, cool, in. cool 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 uh-huh. totally down It's such, it does make me so jealous. I, like, I wish that I fucked men for this reason because, like, it's so much easier to find this if you are willing to date, like, mommy, daddy, you know, straight couple. Because I'm just like, what? Where are all the lesbian mommies who could be doing this? I, some the of, mommy, you, mommy you could call couples. yourself daddy too if you want. You know, whatever. I don't care. You know, any combination yeah. of you. Um, we could do whatever. But it's just like, why? There's there just aren't not, as many. And just in general, this there are not enough poly lesbians, and it just sucks, dude. I keep trying to con- you know convert them. <laughs> just like a thing that I do at shows all the time where I'm trying to convert lesbians to polyamory but and that's and now I have this bit about how I'm like see this is the reason I'm like torn about cutting my hair because like for any listener who doesn't know like this is as long as my hair has been in 15 years and it's mm-hmm. still got like this kind of queer undercut shit going on but still it's like I'm people I'm more in a she her camp now and my hair has been for the last 10 years very short and boyish and so this is like a very different thing and so there's a part of me that kind of wants to cut my hair off to not only it's it is convenient in a lot of ways and but also to you know feel kind of more like myself but 
I also I I want to keep it long because I'm trying to trick the you know the short hair les the short hair long hair couples yeah it's you always need the to short have... hair who's wary of me because because we're fellow cause, short hair spirits like yeah we're the boy like, lesbians like, oh shit is this yeah. bitch gonna fucking like try and steal my girl and not even on a con- like... yeah like there's exactly there's just like this competitive thing that the other short hairs have because they haven't gotten over their like heteronormativity and so I have to have this long hair so that I can trick them into thinking that I'm a girl. So that, so that I can have these hot threesomes and orgies that I want to have. Um, so I think I'm gonna keep it going for a while. I think you should. I think yeah. it's a good direction to go. Also, it's, it's just like in your kind of you know perpetual journey of ex- exploration, yeah. evolution. It's like why this not? This is the most gender fluid thing that I could do right now. Absolutely, keep, keep going in this for a while. So we'll see. Yeah, it's hard. I'm torn because it's like now I want to have both. It's the same thing I feel about the girl, right? So she, you know, when I met her, had very very long hair. Well, she had very long hair, and, and then it became very very long over the course of years. You know, mm-hmm. um, and now and you know a couple months ago she cut it all off to be short. So now we've switched, right? We've we're playing musical genders, and we switched, and she's the short hair, and I'm the long hair. Um, and it's like, uh, what was I going to say about that? Damn it. First of all, that's just hot and fun and part of the gender fluid thing. Although she has now, cause she's getting served a lot and especially depending on what she's wearing and she puts a hat on because which is what I told her. I was like, dude, you know, when I, w- even now if I wear a hat, it's, yeah. it's, it's all he, him. Um, but I'm like, dude, when you have short hair, you wear that hat. Like she's wearing her cute like her coveralls uh, and shit or or you know like just dude pants dude shoes dude button up you know so she's getting sort of a lot and she likes it when it's just i mean her first one i remember she kept being excited when she like her first few um and she likes it if then i think if this person's just doing on an accident you can tell like just like for peripheral vision or for behind and then she gets to do that reveal the gender reveal party (laughs) Uh, oh no it turns out i'm a girl you know um and they're they're like oh but if it's someone who then like actually like serves her or something in a way where she's like, oh, do you think that I'm? It's like a gender confirmation go- thing. Yeah. yeah, she's like, no, I'm a chick. Like this is still a lesbian. This is still what lesbians look like. So don't, don't be putting that on me if you're doing that because you think that I want you to. Yeah, you know, yeah, I definitely get that. She's I like bummed out by it now. She's yeah. like, now she's been frustrated the last few days. She's like, I'm a woman, <laughs> so. It's interesting to watch, like, and the difference between her and me with it, too. Yeah. But I also feel that, too. Like, I only want you to say, sir, he, him, whatever, if that's what you're thinking. I don't want you to do it because you think that I... Yeah. Or, like, you think I'm going to get angry You're trying to be a good ally or whatever. I just want to know what you think. So, it's, like, it's annoying to me that, like, people are... I can You know, you don't know whether people are just being queer polite. Yeah. I mean, what's so fascinating to me about that? Oh God, I'm stoned to shit. Uh, and I just load another bowl. But uh, what's so fascinating to me about that is how it is kind of forcing everybody into the same box in a way of like, we don't really know. And we are really having to figure out what we feel about gender with other people and how we talk about it and engage with it. And it is causing like people who aren't directly like trans in ways to like have to confront gender and gendered Mm. expectations and what it's revealing is that like a lot of people are still very basic about it Mm -hmm. right where it's just like oh well there's this dude person in front of me so i very much should just keep saying like dude things and like that's just Mm -hmm. the appropriate thing to do and like i should use like i still am a big fan of like uh, you know, the reason I don't have pronouns in my bios, I think uncomfortable encounters are important ones yeah. and that like you, uh, there's a lot of value and learning there. And that's mm-hmm. where a lot of like humanity is drawn out of people. And, uh, 
Anywho, uh, it's really, we, but, but like, she should but, just be like, but "Hey, I'm a girl. I'm a woman." Yeah, know? or like you know, people should ask. Like people are of this opinion, or seem to be of this opinion in action, where it's like you should assume and assume correctly mm-hmm. and follow your gut right. rather than asking and like there's often an offense when someone asks you like hey like what do you what mm-hmm. do you what's your preferred or like i'm sorry i'm just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on here because mm-hmm. we're about to have a conversation or whatever mm-hmm. right like people are scared to do that they're scared of that uncomfortability in that encounter it's and nuanced. i think that that's what you need to do because then the, you're giving the person the autonomy to tell you what they need to tell you that's pertinent in this case Mm -hmm. and then you get to show how you respect that rather than like trying to respect it out of just using the fucking force to figure things out and then having to and then having to know how to like correctly apologize and like you know be better when you inevitably fuck up because your intuition can't always be right yeah but it is always it's one of these things where we can't just make a general rule i think everybody just wants the rule like always ask whatever like even always ask is not really appropriate because for instance well no um, don't always ask i'm just saying like rather than assume i would usually ask yeah you don't need to make assumptions most most of the time unless unless you know if you make an assumption about someone who looks very normative and then they get upset about that like that's on them because they know what they're doing and they're fucking with you you know yeah. like that come on actually you, you can i'm tell a they people, them well you're in lululemon track pants right. <laughs> and a high ponytail and you're a blonde bitch like yeah in the domain i'm sorry i assumed to she her ass, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. So there's stuff like that um, where that's just a gotcha thing. But it's also where um, depends on your motivations. Like, be honest with yourself, because like I I'll be flirting with a queer person. You know, we're both we're in a gay bar. I mean, this now I'm just using a specific instance, but this has happened a number of times where, you know, I was uh, at a queer bar and it visit, we're both visibly queer and we're just, you know, talking, flirting, whatever. I'm really just trying to get them to come to my comedy show. But um, but then <laughs> as so, you do. some minutes into it. Uh, they were like, oh, hey, I use they, them pronouns. What do you use? And I'm just like, I always get flustered because I have too many answers to that. Because, uh, you know, I don't want to be a dick and be like, uh, I use I, me. <laughs> you know, but well, it's you just, like, just be like, I don't give a fuck, man. Well, it's kind of what I said. Like, I, any pronouns are fine or whatever. But even then, you know, I wish, like, I, I do like it when I say uh, whatever yours are. But if they've just told me their pronouns, then it kind of feels... I, like, I don't know if they're going to get confused to, to say that. Uh, yeah, exactly. It kind of feels lame because now I'm just giving my little joke answer or what, joke, but not joke. But, um, well, you know, and if I get into the no pronouns thing, that doesn't. But it's like the truth is like, yeah, I would. Pref- I, if you could, I would prefer you to just not use pronouns. Just call me Ariel. Just call unless, me Ariel. Yeah. And then if I don't know if necessary, do whatever feels right in the moment. Just don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, Do whatever feels right in the moment is probably a good way. I, maybe that's one I can say. There's another one. Because like um, that is. Yeah. more important like what yeah especially like that is the crux of like what i can see over the years is like important to you pronoun wise is like whatever's fucking feeling right in the moment right. if that's what you want to do go that's for that's what it. i should start saying yeah do whatever and, feels right in the moment when someone says because that lets people call you like a good boy in bed yeah. that meant lets someone be like oh she's over there with that and be like oh sorry i fucked up or like yeah, yeah, yeah it also gives you the opportunity like in comedy situations when like some fucking comics like well i think they're over there you're like oh good now i can uh, jump uh, on exactly, this right like exactly it, it reveals what people think it about reveals you. what people think about you me or the situation or whatever i mean someone went, like once said to me like oh i just realized uh i never found out your pronouns and then i just say no you didn't or whatever you know what i mean there's things like that but it depends on how they word it right but mm-hmm. to me the issue there is i'm like okay the two of us who are flirting here are both queers and 
And, you know, we also both have vaginas and that's visible in my opinion, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to me, I'm like, why did you need in that moment to know my pronouns when pronouns are a way to talk about someone when they're not around? Like, it seems to me like you're really trying to kind of wonder about my politics and or just kind of like that's just you've run out of questions to ask. And that's the thing that comes to mind. No, I don't think so. Like, I, I don't think they're trying to wonder about your politics. I think that's kind of a thing you're reading onto it. Because, like, if you're, like you said, you're in a queer space, you're both visibly queer, right, in some sort of way, you're kind of flirty. I mean, I think it's kind of like a, just a, you know, I also don't know this person's age, but like a general practice, right, where it's just like, it's a good queer move rather than like a Right, but it's like, it's like what you're supposed to do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. In the realm of like, it's either what you're supposed to do or you're wondering, you know, how how I take this stuff, whatever. Um, I do think that sometimes people, once they, if they realize I'm a comedian and I'm a little older, they might wonder about my, anyway, but... Um, my issue Yo, is like being you, a comic we were, does instantly make people very sus. Yeah. Uh, not everybody, but a lot of people are just like, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah, here? I think there's there are some queer people who are weary of of, of comics, but um, but like for me, I'm like we were having a human interaction where we were t- experiencing each other as humans, and I don't want to know your pronouns. Just the same way, I would rather you be able to feel right in, what's right in the moment. It's like it's like I don't want to know them right now. Maybe at the very end of our conversation, we could do this if it's really important to you that if I talk about the bartender, like you just want to make sure that I'm using the correct pronouns for you, whatever. But I would prefer you not to like interrupt the experience of me with some kind of box that you might put me in if I give you some pronouns. Yeah. But you're right. All I need to say is um, do whatever feels right in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good gender fluid answer. I'll do that. Because um, it's honest, it's direct yeah. and it, it, it avoids all the problems you have where it's like, it's not jokey. It's not too thinky. Right. It's like, it's a very direct like communication and like expectation yeah and it, and it allows them but it does put the onus back on them right right where it's like yeah whatever you feel like in the moment mm-hmm. good, good, good. would be fucking it's also a good way to suss out what that person feels of you at different right. times because it's just like they drop a z's ear so it's like <laughs> uh, well oh, no. out. cutting you out of my life <laughs> <laughs> So circling back to this mommy daddy because this uh-huh. shit. So we like are in their apartment, right? Uh-huh. I forgot how we got off on this. Oh, well, there were so many things to yeah. talk about hair length. I don't remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, we got back and they put this butt plug in and shit, and we start kind of like laying around on their couch, like looking out at the skyline and shit, and start kind of like making out and cuddling. And I'm like, uh, mommy was like, "Do you want to, you know, suck on my titties?" And I'm like. <laughs> fuck yeah i do so i had like some nice suckling time and then like they both sucked on my titties for a while which was just like Mm -hmm. one of the hottest experiences like i had never thought about that it was it's so it's so fun to find yourself in fetish oriented situations that i have that you haven't like already masturbated you mean like being the little and having mommy and daddy suck on my titties Uh like in my for some reason it's like it never crossed my mind that that would happen Uh it was the only time that ever kind of happened is if I got into like a daddy taking advantage of me thing. But it, right. even then it's just like, yeah, it's a dude fucking me. So he's going to fucking suck my titties. It was kind of written off. Yeah. Right. But like me just laying there as they both sucked on my titties. Like, uh-huh. and I'm, so I'm were naked. they doing it in like in a nurturing spirit? 
No, I mean, mean, it was just like... But not a taking advantage of you spirit. No, yeah, there wasn't that much, like, outlined what was happening. It was just mm -hmm. like, I'm a hot bitch, and I'm a little, and y'all are mommy and daddy. Y'all are some pedophiles. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and, like, that's about the extent of it, and it was just like... It was more of... That's why I was saying, like, you know, they're older, so it had that feel of, like, we are... What we are doing, if you just erase the age play from it, it's just like a regular old cishet. Mm-hmm. you know mff like three-way uh-huh. that's what happened right uh-huh. but because they're fucking down we were able to toss like the daddy mommy little girl shit into it and so yeah. it takes on this new level right. right and like fucking you know it just makes everything hotter and it makes me like feel dirtier and sluttier right. than just like because I, I mean not that they're not hot people and lovely people but i probably wouldn't have like fucked them if it wasn't for that right, right. i mean I, just I would have i guess but like yeah. knowing them now but just like it it changed my engagement with them right. so like we all start fooling around and we end up fucking and like for a while um and but it was just i just did some shit that i'd never thought about doing and i also just felt really fucking hot and dirty being like their little girl because like she was very about it where it's like yeah, you like it when, like, you know, daddy sucks like your cock. You like it when daddy, do you like the mm-hmm. way daddy tastes? Like, come here and give mommy a taste. I'm just like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's this fucking Was she one. more of the talker? Yes. Interesting, yeah. yeah it's probably it, for the best. But, yeah, yeah, it definitely is probably for the best. Because here's that's the other thing. Plus is the like, guy's it, really good at it. But it, Yeah, but it. Can't always trust men. Daddy had like that good daddy vibe where he was just quiet and he had like the right, like. The ugh, strong son like, type. Yeah, and he had the, but he had a nice like expressive voice and wasn't afraid to use it and like moan and communicate pleasure in like that way. Mm-hmm. Or like say like good girl or like, oh, that's right. Like, oh, do you like the way, like he mm-hmm. would get in there, but like. It felt daddy-ish, like, like the way he yeah. was engaging, That's you funny. know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, there was one point I'd never had this done. I was, like, on top of daddy, and, like, our cocks were, like, pressed together. And then, like, she, uh, mommy came around and started sucking both of our cocks at once. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, that feels fucking great. And then, like, she did that for a minute, and then, like, daddy, like, blew a load, like... <laughs> Like, uh, as we were doing that together, and I was like, this is fucking hot. Like, uh-huh. I fucking, I didn't know I was into this shit, but that shit's fucking sexy. Reminds me of the, like, there's a, did you see the movie Sin Nombre? It's those little, like, Mexican Mm-mm. kids who, like, join gangs, and then they try to get over to America, and it's, like, no. horrible. Um, yeah, well, there's a scene where, because they're initiating... The, there's this, an older brother is trying to is getting his younger brother into the gang, you know, because you have to or whatever. And the but the little kid is four, five, six. I don't know, something very young. And so yeah. he's supposed to kill this guy that they, you know, from the other rival gang that they so to initiate him in, you know. Um, but he's like really hesitating, like, oh fuck, I don't want to kill somebody. And so his brother comes over and like comes and pulls the trigger for him, you know. Um, so that it's like him doing it, whatever, but it's like, yeah, your daddy is in there and just like, you know, it's like a, <laughs> <laughs> just pulling it for pulling you. Pulling the or, trigger for me. Yeah. Or kind of like y'all are in a shooting, what do you call that? That the Mormons do in Utah to kill people, like a shooting range uh, or whatever, a firing, firing squad, squad, firing squad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that what you call that move? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, the Russian old firing squad. <laughs> you got to get six dicks in there before it's a Russian roulette, I guess. But, oh, that's yeah. so good. Which one comes first? Mm-hmm. At one point, you know, I fucking rode that dude and like fucked that dude while uh, she rode his face. 
and like that was like super hot and then like i just fucked him without her riding the face a little for a while and Mm -hmm. that was also super hot uh oh there were a couple of like funny moments to me Uh uh that like i really just took pleasure in one was like she was like when before the first like the dude was like you know making out with me and all over my titties and shit and she was like go down on our little girl and she's like you need to you know make her feel good and he was like okay it's like he starts to go down on me but then like i can tell because i've been i've been trans for a long time i've also been gay for a long time Mm -hmm. i've had a lot of dudes suck my dick and have it be the first dick they've ever sucked right like that's not an uncommon experience for me. It's just happened. And uh-huh. like, I know the look in a guy's eye. Like I can fucking, <laughs> that's funny. I can fucking tell when that's happening. And like, uh-huh. he had the definite hesitant look of a dude who has never really, really, like he might've sucked a dick before, but like what was like, what was happening was he was having to put to the test. Like this, I got to watch a man's like, you know, really start to believe that trans women are women by sucking a dick because it's <laughs> just cognitive like cognitive dissonance yeah it's just, even it. if he might be a little bit by or if he, he honestly could just be a straight dude right but he had to have that moment where it's just right. like this isn't fucking gay uh-huh. because this is a woman That's this what, is my like, little girl and like you know the other thing is like it's not like it was it was so pleasurable to watch because it's not some like 20 year old or 30 year old dude it's like a fucking 50 year old guy like there's like a lot of fucking time there yeah and a lot of socialization and like he started all tentatively just like kind of licky a little bit you know just kind of doing little nuzzlinesses to it yeah and i was kind of like cooing to that but i was like i'm not gonna give you like you know a lot of like positive reinforcement just yet but like the first time he like actually kind of put his mouth around it i made sure to give like a nice loud like uh, like mm-hmm. so he knew like yeah like if you do that like i'm gonna sound like a bitch when you do it and like you know i'm gonna sound like all the other people that you've gone down on and eaten their pussy and shit like mm-hmm. that's how I'm, I'm not gonna be like oh fuck yeah like you're grooming him into the lamp. yeah i was giving him <laughs> auditory incentive to like do it and eventually he did he fucking sucked my dick and he fucking sucked it really well it felt super good like he was a great at sucking cock shocker you know most dudes probably would be really good at sucking cocks they've got big luscious mouths dudes sucking dick it's just different especially when there's like some stubble involved like you just get that feeling of like a little bit of stubble sometimes like oh yeah so good um yeah and so like oh that's what i was okay tell me does someone have this bit um where they say like you know that chant like trans women are women. Um, I think that was made up by a straight dude actually who was doing some shit with a trans chick and then, you know, to his buddies the next day was like, hey, 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 trans women are women. Trans, you know? <laughs> Does someone have that bit? Have you heard I don't this think before? so. I just, I, it's like familiar in my head, but it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know that if that was an original thought or if I've seen somebody do that bit. I have so many things like that. I'm such a fucking stoner. Yeah, I don't I, know. Like, like, I never want to steal anyone else's joke, but I'm like... It's kind I mean, it's not... If anyone knows that someone has that bit, please write me yeah, and let me know. It's not the exact bit of mine, but it's kind of like my chicks with dicks bit where it's just like, you know, people hate me for saying chicks with dicks, but it's one of my favorite phrases because exactly. they're like... Yeah, don't you know that was created purposely to like objectify and like fetishize you? It's like, nah, like that was created when one person yeah. had to describe to another person what they had sex with last night was. Yeah, it's like exactly. it was a chick. It was definitely it was a chick. chick. Yeah. 
but like with a dick. No, totally. I mean, this is one of those you know? things that we're exploring in the zeitgeist right now. It's just that particular idea of like, <laughs> who made up the trans women are women chant was just like an, yeah, an actually a, a fail, fairly homophobic, you know, cis straight guy who's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nothing gay about what I did. There's it, there's a long history of like trans women kind of weaponizing like a dude's internalized homophobia for gaining rights well, and validation to get you just to like see, what's happening yeah. in your sex experience right there a little yeah, bit. yeah but on like a much like yeah, subtler subtle, like gentle level, level of like yeah. this is what it actually looks like when a right. dude erodes his fucking preconceived right. like shit where it's just like yeah man like expand your fucking mind a little it's, bit you have control over your yeah. own narrative and yeah but here's the thing so that night you know he gets he sucks my dick a little bit and it's really good and he's definitely down there for a while he doesn't just like do it for a hot second then come back up uh and i make sure to kiss him afterwards to be like i don't give a fuck like you don't have to be like oh no is the, you know like we're all good mm-hmm. but then the next morning we're all laying in bed and like he just of his own volition goes down and starts like really sucking my dick and it's like yeah funny now you got a taste for it <laughs> now the bad now, yeah. now. <laughs> gotcha <laughs> ah, i knew it <laughs> now i can't get hard sorry bro mm. what where'd that voice come from <laughs> mask for mask only bro <laughs> Gender fluid. It was a fucking Gender trick fluid. Last now night. you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it made me so happy because he is really good at sucking dick, and I really love love it when he does. Dude, that just reminds me of what you're saying, you know, you're making out with him, whatever. Like after there was a comic, I think it was on my off script show, maybe it was Gabe Davis. He was talking about um, when you uh, it, like tasting is there was a, some joke about tasting his own cum, and so you know, of course, in this interactive show, it was like every, he was asking the men, or they were all talking about, it, and it was like he, nobody had tasted their own cum, or maybe one man had or something. And then, like, I think uh, I'm just gonna start calling my, my girlfriend. Should I just call her my girlfriend? I think I feel weird saying the girl now. Anyway, um, just, I kind of like I, the girl. I know, but I was reading a book. I, th- I think where he called his girlfriend the girl from call and I just I don't know it's oh, okay. rooted for me I think um, of course I have a few girlfriends but anyway so but my girlfriend was like kind of saying something and then uh, some, something funny and then and then he turned to her and was like have you uh, what have you tasted your own cum and, and we were all, all the women she was like yes I was like dude all the time he, he's like really she, I was like she's a lesbian we tasted off each other's lips all the time yeah. and then he was like wait if, uh, and then even a, a bunch of women who seemed like they were straight by or whatever you know we're all like yeah dude we've all tasted our own cum of course we have yeah like <laughs> tasting your own juices are is the yeah. best thing it's like and I definitely know people with vaginas do it more I mean I fucking yeah. love the taste of my like I didn't. I don't like cum cum. I love pre cum. Yeah, now well, that's what I told him. <laughs> all my cum is pre cum, and so right. it's just like nom nom nom. Well, nom, that's nom. the thing. I, that's actually when we found out that all the women had. Because when I came on after him, then I was like, "Ladies, clap if you've tasted your own cum." And it was basically everybody, even like the Christian middle aged women. You know, yeah. were like, "Oh yeah, we actually have." Uh, especially because it's like if a man's ever gone down on you and then you made out with him afterwards, then you've tasted your own yes. cum, you know, or his or, yeah. or whatever. And then I was like, and by the way, you know, I found out from my trans friends, men, that uh, your pre cum actually tastes a lot better. So if you want to try it, you know, just start with the pre cum, little appetizer, moose bouche, see if you're ready to go. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> it was fun. But oh god, that's why I was spreading the word. The 
the other funny thing that happened, like, was as we were hooking up, uh, it ha- I, I, I'm going to work through this and, like, tell you what I think was going on. But, like, uh, we were, you know, the whole night, it's just, like, she, her, and, like, I'm your cute little girl and shit like that, uh-huh. right? Uh, and, like, you know, this dude had gone down on me. But then, like, uh, mommy was like, uh, daddy, like, go down and, like, eat her uh, boy pussy. Uh-huh. And I was like. Interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> that didn't come up in the pre-show. No, uh, I mean, there wasn't know. a lot of pre-show talk and shit yeah. like that. But it was just like, uh, what she meant was like, go eat my asshole, right? Oh, at the, yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah, and, you got uh, your girl pussy and your boy pussy. Yeah, that's funny. Well, I'm, well that, no, that's the thing. Like, she oh. said, suck her dick. But then she said, you, you know, go lick that boy pussy or something like that. Well, that's like that. what some of us girls call our assholes boy pussy, too. So, you know what I mean? Well, okay, but that's the, th- I mean, that's <laughs> the you thing. You had your girlhood like, and your boy hole. Like, Candace has a joke about that now, too. But I'm just like, like, like about that. but it's, that's, that's one thing. thing amongst comics. But I'm just saying, this is like yeah, a 50 year old woman. And so, like, so I was just like waiting. I was like, interesting. All right. And then, like, uh, we kept going for a while, and like, daddy was like fucking rimming me, right? And uh-huh. it was great. And she was like, Oh, yeah, like, do you like it when, like, daddy, like, you know, kept saying, boy t- pussy. touches, like, touches your boy pussy? <laughs> and I was at what the second time, the first time it happened, I was like, Hmm. And it really pulled me out of it I was, because I was just like, <laughs> Red. Well, I was just, it, it wasn't, it's not like I have a problem with it or it makes me feel You're just weird. just wondering about the motivations and well, like, Well, I'm also just like, it's just such a curious linguistic choice. Yeah. And so uh, then, like, uh, the second time, I was just like, without, you know, breaking, I was like, oh, you can just call it my asshole. Like, that's fine. Yeah, and, she was like, and she was like, oh, okay. Like, she almost seemed I never thought like, about that before. Yeah, like, like, that was an option. And so, like, what I think went down was she was just like, well, okay, she's trans. And so, like, she, like, you know, trans people like to have their genitals called, like, things that are closer to maybe what they want but like i have a pussy and like that's not a pussy but it i have heard the heard the word bussy before which stands for boy pussy yeah so maybe that's just a thing that everybody calls buttholes is boy pussies i want to know whether she calls her butthole boy pussy i know i need to ask her now (laughs) yeah but i but it was just one of those moments where i was just like i and here's the thing even when I was gay, bussy wasn't uh, a thing. It's not a hot word either. Well, it was, you know how I, was, I feel about the letter B, but... Yeah, and so it was like, I've never actually had my asshole called a bussy by somebody that's not myself, jokingly. You yeah. know, like, I call... Yeah. I Because Alexis hates the word bussy. Uh, yeah. So I constantly <laughs> am like... Should. Yeah, so I'm constantly just, like, tossing <laughs> out, like, oh, my bussy's uh, aching for you. Uh, just, like, being fucking dumb and annoying and, like, yeah. Yeah. What it's like to live with me is I walk mm-hmm. around making up farting songs. and saying "bussy" uh-huh. well, and making I make up bad parody songs all the time. Uh-huh. That like she's just like you, you have to stop. I'm like <laughs> I can't help it. I also will just sing songs without singing the lyrics. I'll uh-huh. just be like, like yep. Well, yeah, yep. <laughs> she's like I'm trying to fucking nap. Uh-huh. Oh, I would kill you. Uh, I'm in the kitchen doing a bad Billie Jean. Was that Billie Jean? In my head, it is. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's not <laughs> meant to be actually. Song. Yeah, there, it doesn't come off as whatever you think it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had a uh, 
like a transphobic couple at the at a show in Houston front row the other day really? and the wild experience with that. I forgot about this, but um, so like how'd it come up? I mean, you're like transphobic, and I'm like, dude, you calling someone transphobic is interesting. (laughs) I'm like, that shit must have been evident. (laughs) Oh, it's just yeah. Okay, so this is at the riot, uh, uh, which is like the you know the red yards they used to do mics or whatever. You know, so now it's like become a comedy club. I really love it there. It's very it can be very interactive. Um, They just like have a lot of fun shows. You know, it's like weird. I did an off script there once. um, You know, we're heckling for the audience. We're heckling is encouraged. I get prize whatever but it's like this is houston number one and the riot number two so i'm like it's weird to even call it my this it's just I'm, i guess we're introducing the prize element because you that's already isn't how like it not is. that allowed yeah um every show in houston except for like some of the shows that like the improv and shit yeah it's like yeah you know what you're doing down there yeah like, it's, that's why it's Secret fun to do group, comedy there. avant-garde riot like mo- yeah most of the places that i've ever performed anyway uh, uh, black rooms i don't even remember what it's called but like and that's part of it probably because there are more black people in houston that like it just because if you've ever done black rooms like they would laugh at you if you sir sir there's a heckler here you know yeah. what I mean? like okay um so uh, so it's already pretty rowdy. I mean, this is the 10 o'clock show as well. And my third show of the night, I was having so much fun, but I get there just <laughs> that's like, a fucking, that's <laughs> a specific zone to be into though. Like, and I don't know, that's what it's like. I don't know. Be, going to Houston is that way where it's just like, you go to Houston. Oh, it's, they like you. They're like, Houston. okay, here's three shows each night. And so, yeah, by that 10 o'clock show, I could have done more. Like, yeah. I mean, I just had to, uh, go to my dad's surprise birthday the next day. So, but and I, and I got there super late because everything wrong with traffic went, ha- you know, but you're just also vibing by that point. Like you've yeah. done two sets already. So I got, I got there like with five minutes to spare before going on stage for my first set, did 20 minutes, crushed it so hard, had so much fun, you know, and then I got off stage and I had five, not even five minutes before I was on stage at the show, the, the other eight o'clock show. And mm-hmm. I was going on last at, and I, I thought there would be a little more time because, but they, I guess they had started the first show really late anyway. But so I went up there and I mean, I ended on like this Sophie, Sophia Giral stuff, which we have to talk about, um, the, the Down syndrome, Victoria's Secret model. Um, oh, yeah. Shit. And I've only, I had only talked about it on stage one and a half times. And so it was like, I'd already gotten the light and I was just like, what am I going to, but you know, when you've been, been so present and crushing it and like, or I, you know, especially my style of comedy. And then if I like, if I then just end on just like some joke that I have, it just feels so fucking gay because it's like, dude, you were being a rock star up there and like letting the spirit move through you. And then you just told a tampon joke, or whatever. you know, it just doesn't, yeah. you know? So, but this was one of those where I was like, no, what? just take the risk. And cause I had a new thought or two to share about her anyway. And so I ended saying like completely brand new stuff about the down syndrome, you know, risky business stuff. And I crushed. So, so I was feeling like amazing, but so these people, um, at the right, there's like definitely the front row people who are pretty talkative from the get go, but a lot of it's very flirtatious. You know, they're all telling me how hot I am or whatever. And it's a bunch of straights, you know, it's just, um, and so I'm, and then I, they, some people were clapping for Polly, but then it was a gay guy couple. So then they didn't clap again when I kind of was like, wait, who was that? Because then they, you know, how gay men are, they were just open, but not really Polly. So then they weren't sure anyway. But so we were having this, I, there's this couple in the front, um, with you know straights where she had enormous boobs but um (laughs) they were like they didn't know what Polly was and this other guy so then I was explaining so I mean instead of like really me getting to do anything in my set or make any jokes like I mean I'm still making everyone laugh but like we're mostly educating them on on polyamory and then kind of just making jokes around that 
Well, so then it's already probably eight, nine minutes. I'm just supposed to be doing a 10 minute set. So it's probably eight, nine minutes in when I say something about that I'm gender fluid. And then they're, I, they're just like, that's not a thing. Um, nope. Whatever. And again, we've been having a a camar- we, this whole time. The whole like they're time, yeah. loving me. They're flirting with me, whatever. And I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> give it a second. You know, like I, I was like, they were like, what? That's not a real thing. And uh, they kind of said like, what is, what is that or something? But it was very combative. And, and I was like, oh, or we don't know what that is. Or that's not. I was like, well, let me explain it to you. You know, the way I let me educate you on it, the way I, I did the polyamory thing. And they were like, that's not education. <laughs> that's not, this is, uh, it's, it's biology. There's, there's two sex, there's two genders. It's male and female, like, like full on went for it. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, it was nap. And then got the entire audience, to, the entire audience boos them. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how, this is, cause then, so yeah, the audience is like, no, boo, no, 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 no. Yeah. And, and this is like fucked up straight people. Like, the, you know, it's not like this is some queer, the, you know, the weird houston still um but so that's what they said they like uh, i i kept trying to say because they're just they're a little drunk and whatever and i I was like dude like give it a chance for a second like just just watch um and then they were like no you're in houston you don't you're still in houston you're still you know you know whatever you think this is this liberal whatever you're still in houston i was like yeah i'm in houston they just booed you in houston (laughs) so i'm sorry (laughs) laughing and then i was like dude Here's the thing, y'all are sitting there uh, already, like just up in arms. You don't even know what my joke is about. I was like, you don't even know what I think about these trans, <laughs> whatever, yeah. you know. And so, like, and so I got them to shut up, and they kind of were like, huh? And I was like, yeah, dude, like just, <laughs> just let me tell you the joke and let's shut the fuck let's, up. Let's see what and... happens. Remember how we're friends? Um, and so I just like I'm doing my jokes about my hair link you know like whatever and kind of like helping everyone to come in and have fun with this and like not take it so seriously and realize that there is spectruminess and fluidity like my jokes aren't you know polar on on either side you know it's just like we're playing around with it in my jokes and so then i kind of you know said to them afterwards i was like see when now and they're laughing and i'm like was that so bad was that so painful i'm like i'm still a comedian like you know if you hear these words you don't need to just decide something yeah and i was like you and you hijacked and i was like you hijacked an entire show um to just to like when we could have been having a together moment i mean i was being funny or whatever but i was just kind of like giving them also this little miniature like lecture lesson lesson of like dude like it's gonna be okay i'm gonna help us to some to resolve some of the tension around these if you would just realize that you're not the show you know um and so see you're a better person than i am oh, i'm like, a better person than most people because well, <laughs> in this but, in this one way but like, yeah because it's like i like like by the like the second time i just would have started calling them faggots for wanting to have fucked me earlier like that yeah. would just be my go-to well, move well so then I, at this point now I um, and now it's been twelve minutes you know what I mean or we're we're at like eleven and so I'm like saying like here's the issue it's like uh, we I want you know I'll just so to, I gotta find a way to get off here and tell some jokes and I'm like I just don't want to be cutting into the headliner's time here you know we're already past the and then but the headliner and the host were just like keep going you do whatever you want I was like <laughs> okay. And then the audience too. They were like, "No, don't leave us." <laughs> and so, there. So then I might have told one more gender fluid joke or something. I don't know. But then I was like, "Oh, how should we?" You know what? This will this will be good. And I could hear my girlfriend laugh at like she knows what's coming up. You know. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, "Here's the thing." You know, I mean, these jokes. The the thing is, I just don't care 
what gender? And if you guys see me, so I go into my bit about how I'm like, you know, it doesn't, it's not important to me. It is to some people, but it's not important to me. The prism of the social construct that you want to view me through. All that I really care about is that you guys see me as attractive and the crowd loses. It. And that couple was like, I was like, well, clap, you know, cause they're already, you know, and I'm yeah. like, well, clap if you think that I'm attractive. And I mean that couple. And so, I mean, partly they're drunk. So they're just in that place where they can go swing between one mood to, yeah. or another. No, but they were just like, you know loving it too and I'm, and then when I close on how I'm just like you know the whole point is it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman or whatever if you clap for that you're gay and I mean it was such a fun moment of like <laughs> this couple had gone from being so transphobic being publicly shamed about it but then not like hating us all they still got to end the show having a good time and clapping because they were gay you know and I'm like okay so then like everybody after the show was just like Oh my God, how did you manage to make these people like a little bit less fucking transphobic and just rude at comedy shows and whatever without them feeling shamed, without them, whatever, you know? And I was like, well, that's what I'm here on earth to do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just let me be the little, you know, pan gender uh, elf who goes in like and that's why to say again to like the people who think that i'm too transphobic whatever just like i have my place in the world okay i'm here to try to help everyone to not fucking hate us okay yeah so there it is so i was just like that was such a fun moment because it is it's like if and if i hadn't been high enough if i hadn't been doing my off script show for all these years like i'm sure that i couldn't have pulled that off but because of all of that training i was like these people are literally up here yelling that there are two genders and it's biology and you forget that those people exist you know and that that's so many people i mean and that there's i don't so forget many- that shit but that's because right. it's like i don't know i have a lot of trans friends and so i'm constantly seeing just like and you know, a lot of trans people i know live in the middle of nowhere still yeah. right and are just like dealing with that shit all day but it's just like it's different when you hear somebody at a comedy show think that that's gonna be a good idea to say that yeah like yeah in houston texas like you think in houston you're gonna be safe at the riot saying that i was like oh y'all have misread the room just like so many liberals misread the room because they see on twitter and they think that's everyone i'm like oh you are tards are like really (laughs) missing a step on this because this is not actually how people are feeling. Same thing with Greg Abbott and that Paxton loser. Like, this is not what people want. We don't want to report. No. Although, can you imagine, like, I do have this fantasy of being a child who is just, like, gender nonconforming and people reporting me as Oh, dude, on I, I, I... And me getting to I haven't like, talked to anybody about it, but... I haven't even mentioned it to Alexis yet, but it's just like, or you yeah, get turned I, in and sent to re- detransition camp. Oh <laughs> yes. And it's like, I just want to be me all I can, but they try and make me not be me by like yeah. fucking me and shit. Oh God. Yeah. I like was thinking about this the other day. So I've, I've resurrected it's this so bit. hot. I know it's so hot, dude. Please send me to a fucking camp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, uh, look, would it be great in real life? No, no. but like, have I masturbated the thought of being a trans kid persecuted in Texas at least once And then already. me just being an androgynous kid who's getting like reported and like then I get to like uh, make oh, these like people feel so stupid. Thing? Yes. Well, they think that I'm on hormones because they see the jawline or whatever. And then and then they take me up for and like how like thrilled I would have been to been thought of as taking hormones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, but... 
uh wait what was I gonna say? oh so so like i have i've resurrected this bit about like the different things that that women think about in order to come and like I just, a friend reminded yeah. me of it just a bit from like, like six years ago yeah, yeah you remember this yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i had forgotten all about it but like climbing the mountain so because of that there's like a point in that where i always just say like um i mean personally i think about you know man on man prison stuff or whatever yeah and because the audience loves that and it's just fun for them to like realize that that's a thing that but what i really want to say is like i mean i think about forced detransition rape but I just don't think the world is ready for that no there's just too many words in there that people have to think about how they feel where unfortunately prison like man-on-man prison stuff is like something that like while is a lot of people already have some feelings about well Mm -hmm. no people have heard of it have already been like conditioned to find it morbidly funny yeah Yeah, you know i know if i had like the right queer audience there's so many jokes where i'm like i would have to have the right queer audience which is why we do this fucking podcast by the way but like (laughs) this is where that shit lives (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so hard to get a room full of hundreds of like yeah you gotta be queer know all these like words and concepts and stuff and then have this dark of a sense of humor but yeah it's, uh, it's yeah. honestly like speaking its own language yeah. in, in a way but <laughs> sort of, I'm like, you know sometimes when you come and you're thinking about being uh being told you're a girl by something <laughs> You know, as we ass. all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a post-apocalyptic thing where you can't get hormones anymore, and you, <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless this guy gives them to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, while we're on the subject of comedy and shit, mm-hmm. and you doing this, uh, doing this shit, uh, the riot. You know, I had a, I've had like some, not depressing, I've been caught in a bit of a comedy sad hole, if that makes sense in my head, where I'm dissatisfied where I'm at as uh-huh. a comic. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, not for the jokes I'm telling, I think I'm the funniest I've ever been, mm-hmm. right? And I think I'm still writing great stuff and I don't really bomb, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's just not a thing that happens anymore, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Or not ever, I'm not going to say that because now I'm going to bomb my fucking ass yeah. off. But it's just like... You know, I usually have a really good set or a pretty decent set. Yeah. Extenuating, extenuating circumstances, you know. Sure. Besides that. But, like, I've been really frustrated, like, and I really hate being a trans comic a lot of the times. Okay. I really hate being trans and doing comedy because that's all I am to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, like, that gets in the way of, like, I think people booking me on some shit mm-hmm. and seeing me in a different way like i like eat like it's like i i feel like the points of my jokes and things are often missed and i feel like people just think like oh well, she only does like trans stuff right mm-hmm. and yeah most of my jokes are like queer and trans centered but it's like it'd be like going like if there's a novel that's centered around like pre-world war ii and world war ii uh 
and you being like, it's a World War II book, but it's like, well, actually, it's a book about the internal relationships in a Jewish community right. and kind of like Speaking a look at that. World War II experience. The setting is just the World War II. Well, it's it's the like, same way a cis straight guy will tell jokes about dating and sex, yeah. and then they're not about him being cis and straight, but that's just because yeah, that's, but that's yeah, the thing. Is like from his perspective. The setting right. is just the fact that I'm trans because that's yeah. just where I'm speaking from, right? Yeah. It was just being like, you know, like it does happen with like black comics, like too, where it's just like they just only talk about being black, or you, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's just like not just that, but it's like that's the place they're speaking from, and their right. jokes are about a lot more than just that thing, right. right? But I feel that happening to me more and more, where I'm just like, yo, like, like you know, I a lot of people I think are afraid to have me around. If mm-hmm. That makes sense, like. They're not like in the Austin. Well, a lot of old your Austin jokes could be very scene. dirty. I mean, no, I mean, I think they're afraid because like people still have an idea of like trans people being easily offended, mm-hmm. right? Where it's just like you know, I feel like I constantly have to prove that I can just hang and yeah. that like you don't have to be fucking worried about me. Yeah, that's like, probably true. Suddenly, like flipping on you or some shit, like a fucking mafia rat or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. like that's but how like some people seem to act and treat it, right? Yeah. And it's just really fucking annoying i always assume people don't have that with me because if they've heard me talk on stage they probably but then sometimes people will hear me talk on stage and then they still act these types of ways that make me go like i've seen you laugh but you didn't understand anything i was doing up there yeah no i mean I, that's or like the thing not, is like, a, not all of it anyway like the vague veneer of queerness or genderness shuts down people's brains to an extent like yeah. where it's just like like with that couple like in the audience you know it's like the second they, they hear gender the fluid gender it fluid. shut them down and like they immediately you know it changes how they view the entire experience from then right on. Like, like retrospectively they like changed their entire like they forgot everything yeah. that had ever happened to that moment and went into like i don't want to say just like maga land or something you know i don't know maga fog what do you call it? like a red fog there should be a perfect word for this but yeah yeah the red veil comes the down red veil like that. yeah the red fog came over them yeah yeah because the, the blue fog comes over people the fucking yeah purple fog everyone's comes got over a people. fog these days but yeah we all have <laughs> <laughs> we're all a bunch of foggets <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> it takes um, a couple of steps to explain but we'll work up to it yeah but it's it's just been really fucking bumming me out and like i you know i i've been playing around with uh how and when I, you know, quote, reveal if it's not fucking obvious from the get-go that I'm trans, right? Uh And I've been doing sets where, like, you know, I will do queer shit up top like I usually do and then pretty quickly transition into, like, no pun intended, uh, like, non-trans, but just fucking dark jokes, fucked up jokes, jokes that I like, right? Um, And it's like, if I talk about being trans more up top, people... Uh, oftentimes are more okay with the dark jokes at the end. Yeah. But if I just start doing darker stuff up top, people are just like... Too much, too fast. Warm me up, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like the trans shit has become like an odd necessity. Yeah. Right? And an escapable necessity. Well, it's just your opener stuff too. You know, there's just opener things. I mean, some I remember being so tripped up on this when I was little in comedy because there's so much talk about tell them you got to tell them who you are and what you look like up front so they're not distracted by that so you're owning it so whatever and then people would say don't tell them you're a lesbian because they'll get turned they'll turn off a little bit right away 
because then they won't have as much chance to fuck you or whatever. And I'm like, what about the women in the audience? But yeah. um, you know what I mean? And then you're just told like, hey, it's hack to talk about your identity too much. Like I just, there's so much of this. I'm like, dude, whatever fucking works for you in that situation. I don't see, yeah, yeah. I mean, give yourself challenges if you want where you don't then talk. Like, yeah, as challenges, sure. But I don't think there's any like rules. Everything depends on the situation and the room and everything too. But like my opener of saying, I know I look pronouny, but the thing is, here's that is my opener, but I try really hard not to say it first. I mean, I really prefer to have something to talk about something. It's like Bill Hicks thing about talk whatever's on your mind first. That should be something. If I go straight into that, I can pull it off, but it's not nearly as good because it's kind of weird to just start the conversation going, okay, me, 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 me is like this. You know, it's nice if you like kind of start with a little something else, maybe, and then you can just be like, okay, and by the way, obviously, like we can talk about this gender shit for a second. And then they're relieved because they want you to talk about this stuff. You know, whenever I say that I look pronouny, like, most of the time people's reaction is like it's because yeah. i don't i get confused because i'm like do i even fucking look pronouny anymore you know like with this hair at this point i i whatever but yes, the way audience is, <laughs> yeah, the way audience but it's very affirming you know what i mean and then i get to start my show too with this like moment of affirmation which i don't know if you have that kind of baked into your it's a nice thing to have baked into your opener <laughs> i mean kind of like my squirter joke up top uh, yes. is it but like i fucking hate that joke <laughs> well, like, well hey i wrote that joke fuck you <laughs> uh, well i mean i liked it for a while no but, but like, it, you get that way with if you say something and like that, it's like you know, I, yeah, I want like a different line. It's just like such a cheesy, like I'm trans line. But I feel it, like, like I've heard other people half steal it now too, like yeah. where they've like have their own version of it that's not as good because yeah. it was such a well written um, phrase. But yeah, but yeah, no, I know what you mean because especially because it's a sex thing, then it makes it like well, and a peeing thing. But like it's like it's know. a very. I it's don't just know. like what I've ended up doing though is like. I've just been changing the way I structure sets and like some pacing shit, but like uh, I'm kind of doing like a every other thing. So like I've been doing like, you know, some trans shit and then some not trans shit and uh, then yeah. some not trans shit and then some trans like and trying to do like keep a, them guessing. Yeah, do and like trans, just having it not sprinkle trans, not trans, in trans, trans, yeah. because it is like the trans shit. People fucking just like there's a lot of forgiveness in it, so it lets me. I found kind of go dark, yeah. and if it's not the best, I can reel it back in with some like, "Oh, you here's some my ideas yeah. about ch- trans people and children." You know? It's true though. We do like um, give people a lot of leeway if they're in some kind of like minority group where we go like well we are probably going to give you more of a chance and be you know and and you're allowed to say more and everything like there is some amount of that and so yeah Yeah, look i'm not knocking being trans i fucking love it it is it's just annoying because it's like you know i've had a few people ask me like hey do you want to do like a interview thing or whatever and i'm like what's it about it's like well we just really like that you're you know you're a trans comic i'm like i would love to do that but i don't really want to talk about like you know, my experience being trans at all. Like, yeah. I, like I, and it would be nice if, in, you know, the focus of the article is not, is that I'm not, you know, a trans comic, right? Yeah. And they usually aren't as interested. Like, they want the transness to be a part of the piece, right? right? And like a focus of it. And like, that's really like not my interest. I'm sure Sophia Giral would like to just be seen as a model and not as a Down syndrome model, but <laughs> that's not what Victoria's Secret's getting out of this. So. Yeah, Victoria's Secret's like, look at this Down syndrome <laughs> bitch. Model. Remember how last year we did trans? This year's Down, Down syndrome. syndrome. What doesn't our DEI cover? <laughs> <laughs>
their their DEI You're meetings like, every month. They're like, what can we do next? What season? What, what What's in this season? Yeah, Down, what in oh, this season? Differently, <laughs> yeah. Because I've seen also some some woman or non-binary person, who knows, but with long hair. Um, can we get a quadriplegic detransitioned yes, person? That's what, yeah. I won't Victoria's believe Victoria's Secret's until, going edgy. Fat, <laughs> one-legged detransition. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, there was some woman writing an article about how, what is it that, that people shouldn't, that this is ableist or something, people with disability. She's like, as someone with a disability, like it's people just desexualize everybody with disabilities. I'm like, bitch, what is your disability? You don't have Down syndrome. That's different. It's different to just have like one leg or whatever she's got and be like, should people be masturbating to, to people with disabilities? I'm like, no, the idea is whether she can actually consent to what's going on. It, like a disability, it's very important whether it's a mental disability versus whatever it is you've got, maybe some kind of mental illness or something. Um, you know what I mean? Like, cause I'm like, the question is like, yeah, she knows that she's hot and that people will be masturbating to her or whatever. I, you know, she probably knows that, right? Wait, are you talking about the Victoria's Secret model? Yeah, yeah. Is this like a conversation that's happening about Oh, it? yeah, whether it's right or wrong. Oh, It's I, like a whole thing. I've never, I, I just know that it happened. I haven't looked into it at all. <laughs> oh, you didn't immediately follow her on Instagram? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I stay out of the zeitgeist in a lot of ways. I know, I, mean, I do too. This is like the one news story I'm aware of, which is... <laughs> that's like, not I true. Talk, You're fucking... In the, oh, I know a few things. I'm just saying like... It might be cash. There's so much that I don't know. Um, but this is like, you know, a story that I, yeah, yeah. of course, found out about. And I talked about it on stage that night and I asked the audience like, hey, so who's aware? Because I don't keep up with pop culture, but like I am aware of Sophia Giral. Who's aware of that? And it was at least 50 percent of the audience, which kind of surprised me, but also didn't because it was like, OK, so this is the one news feed so item that like, we all. Yeah, it's up there. I mean, most of us looked her up. I think like, you know, I don't know. My youngest sister uh, did a did slash does a lot of work with like uh down syndrome kids like it, like ever since she was little she's just like always uh done that and like uh from what i've learned being around her like it you know it like everything is a spectrum yeah well that's know? what i was saying that's what we're all talking about like and so it's like you're like wondering about consent and i'm like i think that's totally plausible and possible and fine yeah well that's the thing of with it, it was just like before this i didn't really know that it wasn't binary having down syndrome or oh, whatever really? or not right and so it's now now it's like oh well this is visibly a spectrum and like this one technically i'm like what do they breed her for this like <laughs> find someone <laughs> oh only God. a little down syndrome because they, so they can have like a Yo, hot one i mean honestly i can see victoria's secret putting up the money to have a secret breeding facility <laughs> to try and make you know bimification facility <laughs> yeah of just like can we take people uh you know of different minority statuses and like slowly... let's get a hot puerto rican who's just a little bit down syndrome yeah. and make her into it yeah this has been a long-term project let me put it this way you can't prove that's not, not what's, what's happening, happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean i think yeah i think we're on to them um i and... for real i oh god i would put money that they are there someone's doing this on purpose? No, you, that they're you, that they're definitely going to have like fucking like oh next season's thing. Like oh. it might not be in a straight up season by season rotation, right. but you know that like within a few years they have like, to keep upping it. So I hope they know what they're doing to themselves. Like give it, you know, because now you got to up that you got to go from somewhere from here. 
You, you know what I mean? You, it's got to be Yo, bigger I'll, and better. I'll pay attention the day that somebody, that Victoria's Secret puts like a fat model on the stage. Like an I actually. Think, yeah, actual fat. No, because that's the thing. It's like there, I've seen like so much, and I saw someone talking about this online. I've seen so much shit where it's just like, you know, chubby girl pride and BBC. And it's just like, you're looking at like, you're not chubby or fat. Well, there's like not, regular or something. No, well, yeah, it's just like you just have like a normal ass body. That's not chubby. Like you're not like in trying to be body positive and break out of like this paradigm of like, you know, worrying about your size. You're actually in a weird way reinforcing it and making it worse by calling yourself chubby. Like you're just regular. Yeah. Like you don't need to make yourself feel special because you have like a few rolls or like some like extra padding and some cellulite on you right like yeah that's just a body like you're not like a chubby girl you're just a girl right like you know like there are people who are legit fucking chubby and legit fat like you know big beautiful bitches right and like i want to see that shit more right like that's what i'm fucking into but yeah, but yeah. they don't. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't pop up, I've, and it's less. I was like, trying to find it because I've heard one where there's a picture of seven of them, and yeah, you got the trans one, and you got a chubby or whatever one. I don't, I haven't seen it. Um, and then you've got someone with like one leg on a crutch, an older woman, and now Sophia. Like, what is it? What like a picture of Victoria's Secret one where they do? This is like their lineup of differently. <laughs> visual people whatever oh they did a whole lineup of people well, I've, I've heard of this picture but i can't find it so i don't or know they like is... cropped it together no i think there's something where maybe i don't know i i feel like i read an article i don't remember where this came from i just remember hearing of like a picture of that like oh. all, all these different <laughs> types but i can't find it you know victoria's secret has worked hard to scrub that shit from the internet oh, after yeah. someone released it thinking it was a and good like, idea and then someone's it. like what the what the fuck is to? this? Get that shit down now. <laughs> Tiny Tim next to grandma, next to the trans one, next to the oh ones with Down syndrome. So, okay, so, well, that's okay. So, yeah, because people are wondering if, if it's okay Just for us to us have Sophia Giraud, this Down syndrome, technically Down syndrome woman. Because um, you look at the pictures and you're like, yeah, she doesn't look that down. And then I tried to find her talk because then I thought, you know, people look different in different ethnicities, you know, so I'm like, maybe, maybe like, Northern European like Down syndrome people look more Down syndrome than certain other ethnicity, you know. And they okay. and our maybe our language sounds, you know, how Dutch sounds kind of retarded. So like maybe English, <laughs> especially, is she Dutch? No, I'm just saying oh, as a yeah. spectrum, like languages are on this kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, where yeah, where yeah. I'm like maybe Spanish. You're looking, so it's like I, I'm trying to decide how Down syndrome she is because her span, you know, maybe in Spanish it doesn't seem as dumb sounding as like, you know what I mean? Like okay. So, <laughs> okay. Oh no, I'm just try- I'm trying okay. to construct all this in my head, having literally no reference for anything. She I've never doesn't heard her talk. I've that... never seen a picture of her. She I've looks never and seen, sounds like know. a little Down syndrome. That's the thing. So it's a little. So it it feels weird for her to be like she's like the hot Down syndrome girl, the who, Michelob Ultra of Down yeah, syndrome. Yeah, the one who's like I'm hot, and you know she has nice boobs and stuff. And so it's like I guess I could masturbate about her if that's something I really I don't think I've ever. Well, no, there was this one Victoria's Secret model when I was growing up, but um, I fucking jerked it to Victoria's Secret model so often growing up. I mean, it was just like one of the few scantily clad people you could see easily. Right. And like, you know, my mom used to get their, ma- you know, you buy one thing and the magazines never stop coming, especially in the yeah. 90s. Oh, right. Yeah. So like, 
Oh, thank God for Victoria's Secret catalogs. Yeah, some friend must have had it. I don't know how I was getting my hands on these Victoria's Secret catalogs, but I would see them sometimes. And there was one girl, I don't know her name, but she had like as brown hair. As soon as I could tall. drive or like <laughs> my like friends like could uh, drive, we, we would drive over to Sherman, which was like, uh, you know, half an hour away, which is a long way in the country. It's not like a city half hour. It's like a we're moving. Uh-huh. And we would go to the mall and I would fucking steal hella panties from Victoria's Secret. It was because I was too embarrassed to buy them and I was like a yeah. kid, so I didn't have money really. But I knew I wanted to wear them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having this moment where I'm, I was thinking that about the Victoria's Secret chick that I had a crush on and, how, and I was like, you know, I don't know her name, but she was uh she had brown hair and she was tall and then i was like oh of course she did you know and because i mean she had nice boobs she had like perfect (laughs) boobs she had brown hair and she's tall and then so i'm just thinking like oh funny i really have a type and like look at this and now i'm realizing like what if that is the root of my type (laughs) what if it what if this is way back when you found you met that lady and like it just just sunk in not met her but just the victorious it's it's all because of that victoria's secret model maybe that's why i'm like oh yeah you need to have perfect boobs and have brown hair and be tall (laughs) Not that those are all hard needs, <laughs> but like it's yeah. my it's my strong preference. Maybe it's all based on you know. I was just grouping her in, but I'm like maybe it's all because of that beautiful woman. Okay, so um, so this chick I had just like done stand up about that on stage once at this point, but this yeah. chick or, or maybe twice by this night. But so then Friday, this chick on Twitter. Is like, hey, hello, Ariel. Do you mind if I ask your thoughts about the Victoria's Secret model? And then signs it. I look for the name. And I'm like, what? Okay. It's not like I, you know what I mean? So so I'm like, hey, uh, can you remind me whether we've met or tell me why you're asking? I'm like, am I being entrapped yeah. or what is this here too, you know? Uh, and then she just responds, um, my brother has Down syndrome. Just about, just absolutely adore everyone I've met in that community. Not sure if I've come across your stage work. How very serendipitous. So she's not sure. Like, why are you asking me? I wouldn't talk to this bitch. I know I shouldn't have, but I, I tried oh, to give measured. Of course you did. Yeah, though. I tried to give yeah. measured. Well, because I am f- fucking fascinated. Like, what is this? So I was like, well, I would love to know what you think of it because I'm not really sure what I think of it, but I do find the situation fascinating. And um, and then I was like, and of course, I tend to be cynical about the motivations of corporations, but also she's hot. And I was never under the impression Victoria's Secret models were chosen for their IQs in the first place. So. Androgynous drug. I kind of want to share more, but also immediately want to ask you to do my podcast to discuss this. If you really want to talk, personally, this is this is a personnel. Personally, I think she's great. She's gorgeous and about my height. Pretty sure she's too young for me. I was like, too young for you? What's what 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 what's that supposed to mean? And she says, I'm a mom and bi. Let's just say it wouldn't be prudent to lust over someone who just became eligible to rent a car. That's still 24, right? I'm so old. I go 25 actually, but. Um, no, what? 24 is the perfect age to be fantasizing about. I don't care if you're, what does bi have anything to do with that, first of all? Like, bi, so that would, yeah, you're bi, so you could be fantasizing over her, but you're a mom, fucking 11-year-olds are moms sometimes, but what? I, but who cares? She's 24. Is she, are you, you're not, are you old enough for her to be your daughter? Is that your daughter's age? Or what are you yeah, saying? Yeah, that's weird. 24, everyone fantasizes about 24-year-olds. Well, I mean, everything about this is weird. She's like this bitch to, coming out of nowhere. Yeah, but she's trying to suggest that like, it's cool for other people to fantasize, and I'm sure, she, and I'm sure they are, about this woman with Down syndrome, but it wouldn't be cool for, she feels like, I can tell she feels like weird about the and so she's come up with this fucking random ass justification in her head because that's what humans do. They don't want to be honest with themselves about their real feelings about why they do or don't want to do things. You know what I mean? So she's made up 
that it's an age thing as if anybody ever doesn't want to fuck 24 year olds. I, you, not everyone's yeah. want to be in a relationship with a 24 year old necessarily. Different 24 year olds like, are that's better. Literally able, like the primary the thing that age. like everyone cast in movies. Cause that's like, yeah. Yeah. Fuckable. 24 is like not for a lot of people. We get hotter as we get older, whatever. But 24 is kind of like, I mean, that's when I met my girlfriend too. So I'm <laughs> biased where I'm like, that's the perfect <laughs> age. But, um, Anyway, I thought that was wild and ridiculous, but that is wild and ridiculous and feels like entrapment still somehow. I don't. Yeah, I tried to get. Well, it. you see, I tried to get answers where I'm like just kind of being funny and skirting the and just like, hey, what do you feel? What is this? Yeah. Do you want to do my podcast? Because I'll talk to a human being. Um, yeah, but we'll see. I don't know if I'll engage with that further. <laughs> she just said, "Damn," when I was like, "Actually, it's 25." She goes, "Damn," I'm like. This doesn't make any sense. This conversation yeah. doesn't make any sense. But my thing is like... Well, also, they're just fucking crazy people out there. There's yeah. some people that are just a little fucking nuts, so a little off the rocker. Yeah. And I'm like... sure I know, might attract some of those people. I'm certain of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Least, okay. Um, but so... Uh, I, then I, yeah, cause I did follow Sophia on Instagram. But here's the thing. It's like, she, she's like hot, but again, like I'm only even growing up, there's a bunch of hot women, I'm sure in the Victoria's Secret catalog, there's only one or two of them that I was like particularly attracted to. So it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm masturbate to all Victoria's Secret models. And now there's one come up where I'm like, Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to masturbate her or not. Like it doesn't come up, you know? Yeah. I wonder, are there men or, or women for whom they're like, Oh yeah, I love them all, and I, I masturbate to them all. And now this is going to be a real moral dilemma. Like I just, I don't know. Or are people masturbating about her at all? I don't. I I don't know. One, yes, people definitely are. Well, that's for true. sure. There's no way they aren't. And then two, like, I mean, I think it's just a. Uh, I don't think there's any actual moral dilemma here. Yeah. I think this is you know. People pretending that they care about a thing that really they wouldn't have thought twice about if other people weren't having an opinion about it, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just a fucking, like, marketing ploy from fucking Victoria's Secret, and it's annoying as shit. Well, yeah, but I think that people with a slightly more conservative inclinations than you have a twinge of, like, feeling when they hear about it. Um, it just triggers, like, some of that um, kind of gross vibe for people a little bit and then they have to figure out why or what to do with that so that's why I'm saying I think this mm. woman is going like uh, uh, I feel weird about it but it must be because she's young um, and it's like no it's like you can feel weird about it but my my question would be you know what's the real consequences of this so the Sophia chick I think she's probably intelligent and like is she uh, able to comprehend not just that people might be masturbating about her which is what you would normally ask of a Victoria's Secret model but that people are going to be making jokes about this but that people are going to have opinions that people are going to I be I think she absolutely right. is aware of that right especially because she doesn't seem that fucking down ginger me and so like that's my thing where I her, her Instagram thing that came out yesterday like a post was this weird like commercially like type thing but with weird green screens where uh, I was on Spanish and I only understood some of it but um, there were so it, at the end, it kind of says, it's not about me, it's about us. So it's Sophia's people being like, having a campaign of like, it's not that I am making this about me, it's about all people down to them, okay? But, uh, so at one point, you see this young woman, like, watching the computer and and seeing Sophia drown there, and then she kind of turns to maybe her mom, and is like, she has Down syndrome? And, you know, her mom's like, yeah. And it's supposed to be this moment where this young woman sees that like she could do things when she's an adult too. But it read to me more like this young woman was like, this bitch has down syndrome. Like, no, I have down syndrome. <laughs> so 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's like, is it inspiring if someone who's like very slightly has Down syndrome is able to become a big boob model? If you're like someone who's like, like got real, (laughs) a lot of Down syndrome? I mean, I think it, I think it works like a lot of things, right? Where it's Mm -hmm. just like, you know, it's a very cheesy example, but like, let's go straight to trans stuff. It's like, you know, are all of the trans, really trans are are all of these trans people that like you know were some of our first whoa sorry I got a weird thing in my ear for a second that were some of our first like uh, popular uh, popular people people in the zeitgeist were they the best figures no, no not necessarily but were they like better than nothing yeah, yeah. and so uh-huh. I think that's where like a lot of people with Downs would come from right because mm-hmm. like, like I I think it's fascinating you know people's perceptions of different groups right mm-hmm. and like how you said you know before this you didn't realize it was like a spectrum of things right like it, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't just a on or off switch right well i kind of wondered because that guy from that tv show well i mean like from my interactions with people that have downs like through my sister and things like that like they're very cogent and emotional and mm-hmm. like f- fully functioning human beings and adults right like there is this perception of them as like not mentally being all there, but like the reality is, is like that is like a more severe type of downs, right? And that mm-hmm. like a lot of people that do have downs like live relatively normal lives, right? Yeah. And so, but some, well, I mean, I don't know. Okay. So, like the downs person I've known the most it has a lot of certain type of issues and has lived with her parents her whole life, whatever. And so, like, to me, like, I always just kind of wondered, I knew there were different outcomes, but I always just kind of wondered, wondered how much of that was just socialization because maybe they're shitty parenting versus, like, that dude who was in the TV show, Happy Days? That's not the right show. Anyway, some some mm-hmm. show about high school students, there was, um, and he, but so I thought maybe because he was in this rich environment where, like, people weren't dumbing things down as much and people were whatever, like, maybe he had different outcomes. So, like, I always just thought it was all, like, that it was this binary from my limited experience and that it was just about not that i even really consciously thought that i just realized in learning and seeing how much of a spectrum is i just realized like oh i guess that's how i've been operating as thinking of it that way yeah man that's so fun like so then what's like because shane gillis like has like a tiny bit of down syndrome really i think so like he jokes about this because he has like i think he has like a brother and two cousins or something it's something where it's like a lot in his family and he's like yeah dude we're all kind of down syndrome like we're we're all a little retarded and so it's like you especially it's kind of my joke about how like we should all get to say the word because we're all in this country we're all a little retarded you know and crazy so you can't take those away from us as americans but this guy he talks about like like genetically he probably really is and it makes you start to realize like that's kind of what comedians are is like we're just retarded enough to say the things that other people would never say because <laughs> anyone with their in their right mind wouldn't you know Anyone with the right amount of fucking brain cells would not say these things out loud. See, I don't see. That's where I disagree. I think like the reason that we say them is because we have more brain cells Mm. and we're better. We have a certain type, but it's like a kind of. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. I feel like people wish they could say things that we say. Yeah. I don't think. You have to be able to say them in a certain way. Yeah. Right. But it's still, it's, I think there's still something missing. Like you don't have to think of it as Down syndrome, but like there's something, because he, maybe Shane Gillis has a particular br- brand of like yeah. the, the, the things that he's missing that allows him to say that. You that and I have sense. different things missing, but we have a certain amount of like shameless, there's something in there that most people have inhibiting that we're just missing, 
I think. You know? Well, I feel the shame. I just shove it way down into a box and then pretend like it doesn't exist. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what's happening. Who knows? I was reading this book and it's like there's this medieval thing that people used to do that uh, it was this giant pit that would be dug in like castles and things like that, like way down in the basement or whatever. And like uh, it was... Um, you know, I mean, like super, super deep, like these, like, you know, you're throw something in it, like it's never coming out. You're not going down to get it. It's hundreds of feet deep or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was literally like the forgetting pit is like kind of like what a name that was given, like it's like would translate to. Yeah. And like they would throw people in it when you're like it, as a threat and it's just like, yeah. like, if you don't fucking cooperate, you're just going down there. Mm-hmm. And that, which is like a death sentence. You're never coming out. Right. You're just going to be down there till you starve. Uh that's where I put my shame. Yeah. <laughs> just, Forgetting fit. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just shove it all down in there. And it goes away. Mm-hmm. So. Well, adorable. Um, yeah, I don't really know. But anyway, I've just been finding fascinating because I don't have an opinion on this. Like, yeah, is it good or bad? Like, I don't Everything in the world is good and bad. I don't think you have to have an opinion. I think well, I that's mean, just like to have a the false bit. choice yeah. we've been given where it's exactly. like everyone starts having an opinion on things and then someone asks right. you. So you feel like you have to form an opinion. And like more often than not, I feel like. I'm, I'm just like, I don't know, man, like fucking. All I know is I find it fascinating. I yeah. don't, yeah, opinion. I don't know. What's your opinion? Like, why do we need, yeah, exactly. We don't need to figure out whether it's good. It's Victoria's Secret's doing it. It's like, I'm not, I don't get a vote. Yeah. There's no board. I'm not participating <laughs> I'm in on. public outcry. Yeah. All I'm going to do is, yeah, I mean, unless I, if I really felt like sure that someone was getting hurt in the world, then I guess I would have a moral, I would be morally compelled to do something about it. But I have, I'm not sure I have no do, you know, like, yeah. and for her, it's probably mostly a good thing in her life. I think she's very yeah. happy. So who Fuck cares yeah. what other people's experience? Your fucking Victoria's Secret model. I'd be yeah. happy as shit. Yeah. Dream achieved. Yeah. Or so. one of the dreams, you know? Yeah. And and now and there are a bunch of people with like Down syndrome fetishes, so who didn't have a Victoria's Secret model before. Yeah. And now they've got one. Yeah. Why like, are we knocking this? Is it important to let her know that some people are going to be like either rude she about this or creepy about this, or does yeah. she already know it anyway? She knows, she's, she's been like, trying or, to make yeah. it as a model. Like right. this isn't like her first foray into modeling. Some people, you know, yeah. it's like she fucking. She probably knows learned what's not to read on. the comments a long time ago. If she can, I don't know. Yeah, it's also it's just like you know the fucking like she, she has an Instagram. I'm sure she has like a fuck ton of followers before this too, yeah. right? Like she's mm-hmm. been a hot bitch for a while. Like mm-hmm. she knows what the fuck is up. I don't think she's living in some sort of bubble. Can I tell you about a weird animal I heard about? A weird animal? Yeah, well, I so well, it's an insect. I don't know the name of it, but there is a beetle that like uh, can get eaten by a frog, like frogs eat it, but uh evolutionary survival tactic that this beetle has learned to get out of the frog is to climb through it and out its butthole. Nice. Nice. That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind. Like what a like Yeah, what it's like a just move. going through the just Jean Valjean going through the sewers of Paris, you know? Yeah. You, just, you gotta do what you gotta do to get out. He's fucking Shawshank Redemptioning it. Yeah. Well, that was that time I was camping and I was drunk, thank God. And that bug, I, I, I had a plate of s'mores and I was like, in the dark, I was like, ooh, there's more chocolate on my plate than I remembered. And I fucking 
as I was swallowing it, was like that. I had a lot of legs, and oh. then I, uh, uh, God, it was so, oh, so bad. But oh. thank God I was drunk. But um, oh, I would have vomited right. Well, then and so there. then, <laughs> no, no, a couple no, minutes no. later, I start getting these waves of like kind of like a heat to burning, a little wasabi almost, and like coming from the back of my. Um, throat toward my nose, whatever, and like in these waves where it would like be this like, Ugh, and then it would go away, and then it would get a little stronger, and then finally, in one of these waves, I just like retch a bug through my nose. <gasps> um, <laughs> 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 I know, dude. No, fucking no. Oh, no, oh, that's fucking. I, I was. Drunk. That's gonna Thank give me. God, I was drunk. My. Oh. Stomach hates you right now. If I that, were had oh. been sober, I might have killed myself or just like died in one of those sad, awkward stories. Um, so yeah, uh, 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 so they could uh, uh. just crawl through though. You got to go to. It was like a, it was like we were helping each other. I didn't want that guy in me. He didn't want to be in me. I mean, I think he was dead. I really wanted to like see if he had just been alive. I really wanted to like get a light, but I didn't. I also didn't want to know if he did. But I assumed there was like a corpse. But so I don't know because it's like it, it had like a poisonous kind of feeling too of like it getting it. So I wonder if that but if the beetle, maybe just, just maybe the the frog's asshole is loose enough he can just climb out. Just, you know because it's like it had to kind of get me into this nauseous state, yeah. poison or me a little bit. Maybe it's or, got like a natural laxative coating it. Yeah, or you know, or emetic, or I don't know. How do you get someone to kind of? It was like a, a vomiting thing through my nose. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. Can feel it now like a little menthol in there jesus christ like yeah that feeling's gonna stick with you yeah like i i can't imagine that shit like i uh that's kind of awesome though i've like thrown like i you know i grew up in the middle of nowhere and uh but just like hanging out outside and being outside a lot like just constantly like there were honeybees and flies and like i've just I just know my body and have had it happen enough to where it's like, if I swallow a fly or something, there is no way I'm not vomiting immediately. There's just yeah. something, some trigger in my head that like, once I have knowledge of it, like it, thinking about it now, it my throat's clenching up where it's like, I can think myself into throwing up that way. I Yeah, I can't. See, whereas I don't think this was me. Um, this did not feel like me. This felt like I had taken some drugs and was... You know what I mean? Like something chemical was happening in my body that I had yeah. no control over, and then it just found its way out. I would love to believe that I even have the like strength of will to just make myself vomit through my nose, but I think it was like you might. something toxic got released. Oof. Oof. You want to do the yeah. gender wiki? What are, what are we on? Are we circling back? Why? Are we in why? Which I am, this is already, this is border, this feels borderline racist, or maybe I'm just reading racist into it, but it's Ying Yang Ren. All right, hell yeah. Is the only entry. Okay, it, it's just me being racist. I just assumed because it was the internet, so I was making fun of it. No. Uh, simplified in Chinese is a gender identity and role in Chinese culture used to describe Ooh. people who possess both feminine and masculine qualities. Yeah. Yin Yang Ren are generally expected to have an androgynous gender expression and be bisexual. Some Yin Yang uh, Ren identify as cisgender but gender nonconforming, while others are transgender, non-binary, or intersex. Um, 
gender role and gender identity. This category of gender identity and gender role is used in Chinese society to describe some individuals whose personalities and behaviors appear to be intermediate between more ordinary masculine and feminine cases. Other characteristics may include elements such as assertiveness, aesthetic sensitivity, as well as a lack of strong discrimination between preferred sexual partners on the basis of their sex. Huh. I mean, this shit goes on for a while, but I think I get it. Yeah. Sexy little yin-yang wrens. Yin-yang wren. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, We've all met cool. some of those. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. It's just anytime I see something like that in a list of things on a site like this, I'm like... Did some like fucking child like uh-huh. make a really accurate parody of like a racist parody? Uh-huh. And then it's like you read it's like, oh no, okay, no, good. No, 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 that was no, no just I've never very heard of that word. though. Before. I'm surprised I never. I don't think I've ever heard of a yin yang ren. Yin yang. Well, y- y- I said yin-yang. I added a g in there uh, uh, originally. Y- yeah, but I, I'm just saying yin yang. Oh, okay. Yin yang. It's like yeah, yeah yin yin and yang. Yeah. Yin and yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I'm super here for that. Yeah, it's hot. Oh, do they have pictures of these androgynous hotties? No. I mean, I can Google. Hot by Asians? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no. Uh, it doesn't. Damn. It's just pictures. It's not a huge community of people identifying that way that we don't have. Maybe we just need Japanese I mean, I think it is, but it's like literally when I looked it up, it was just their flag and then a picture of the Ying Yang twins. Yeah. (laughs) They really ruined the SEO on this. (laughs) That's the only why. Oh, because they wrote it both as one word and two words. There's two entries. Well, one has a capital R on the second word and the first one has a lowercase R. It's the same entry. Oh, okay. It's just a typo. So, okay, well, okay. that's a good why. Yeah, so. Not the most interesting, but it's just one of those times where it's like, yeah, okay, good. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah, cute. Um, yeah, well, should we give them one Z? How many Zs are there? Mm, there? There is one Z only. There's one Z. And then there's an other. Gotcha. Well, let's do the one Z and just see where we end up. Okay. But, but just it, tossing this out there, because this will either be the end of it for what y'all are listening to now or you're going to hear some more shit after this but go to our Patreon if you want to hear us read the rest of the letters like we usually give away one for free or sometimes two because I think they're both funny but like um, Mm -hmm. Patreon you can hear us go through the rest of the entries on each letter and give our opinions about all the genders out there (laughs) (laughs) the Z is the one Z on the site is Zodiac gender okay Oh, do your does your gender change whenever we enter a new moon or whatever sun or whatever? Oh God, uh, is an umbrella term. Of course, it's an umbrella term for gender identities that are used to describe one's gender that is related to a zodiac sign. Zodiac genders may take on the traits related to the zodiac sign, or they can simply be related to the zodiac sign. That seems like a base distinction. Mm-hmm. One who identifies as a zodiac gender does not necessarily have to have that sign to be dominant within them. However, one may identify as a zodiac gender because of one or multiple or of their zodiac signs heavily influencing how they experience gender. So it doesn't even have to be your zodiac. I can be, I'm be a fucking Aries, but I'm like, I'm zodiac gender and I'm a Taurus. Yeah, but I feel very zodiac gender. Um, uh, my Leo Virgo cuspness absolutely informs my gender and, and whatnot. <laughs> and also, I really just love the idea of being like gender fluid in the way of like you just are controlled by 
by the zodiac movements and so whenever it's like leo season you just are a leo and then virgo and then whatever is next sagittarius or whatever i don't know um and just like that you you change on like the 22nd or whatever it is of every month and like are just kind of controlled by that and your personality changes and you don't have any control over that okay mm. okay it's hot i'm here for that some kind of fluidity or whatever within the, the zodiac thing that's like determined where yeah I mean, you can get so I mean, complicated with it obviously with the moons and the mercuries and i don't know you know usually i think these are written by a child but mm. i feel like this is like a collective manifestation of like all the bitches we're that too like, into astrology and it's yeah where it, it's it like, has Yo, something, I, your zodiac has something to do with your gen, your particular special gender thing but it's become like uh its own i did not i just identity though but it's cult it's its own fun thing to culturally participate in it's like yeah i'm one of those girls that's really into zodiacs no. it's like being really into murder podcasts yeah. it's like that kind of thing, right? Where it's just like, yeah, now I read tarot too. Well, tarot's a lot better than horoscope. Well, um, I know that, but I'm just saying like, it's the same type of people right. that have that same energy about it. Um, uh, he, yeah, like, I feel like these things, we, we always think of them as people writing them for themselves. But what this is more useful for is if you're like referring to someone else and it's like, yeah, she's one of those Zodiac gender chicks. You know, like, like she's gonna if she's gonna talk to you about it, her like non-binary or whatever it is, gender or fluid, it's gonna be about, um, it's gonna be all you know related to the zodi- her zodiac shit, and that's gonna be like how she informs us about her gender, yeah, like something that you would say about someone else that they wouldn't necessarily identify as, but that you can be like, yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those zodiac gender people, yeah. Um, it also just but they have me- a elaborate flag, so it's not probably the case. <laughs> Also, me just reeks of like basic white bitch wanting to have a gender identity. Yeah, I'm, I'm queer. Not, uh, actually, I'm queer. I'm oh, what? Oh, well, yeah. What? Uh, what are you? Oh, you bi or are you whatever? I like you know, masturbate to like <laughs> bi porn, like you know, once every six months, and I'm zodiac gender. Like I'm just part of the <laughs> no, rainbow community. She doesn't community. even have to be. She could be totally straight. You're totally straight. But she's like, well. I'm a Taurus and that kind of is like wrapped up in the way I feel about my gender. So I'm Zodiac gender, which is a non-binary gender technically. So I am queer. Thank you so much. That's why I'm on this panel. (laughs) (laughs) Panel of queer experts. I also have a lipstick company that my parents bought me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah. So, so wait, wait, are we going back to A's to find the the, end of it? I know, but are we going back to A's to find which ones we haven't done? I don't know that we'll be able to remember which ones we haven't done though. I think we will. I think I feel like we need to give them a bonus episode now. Like you got the Y and the Z for free because it was two words and now bonus episode will be us doing the A's that we didn't get through last time. Yeah. Yeah. Because there've been so many added. So go to patreon.com slash genderfluids, where genderfluids is, you know how they make you do a verb sentence, thing, like where you, uh, oh, an yeah. active verb, like... Where genderfluids is, I say creating, creating a, a better, better world. world. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> Always. You have a fetish, you said? I do. Uh, well, so I was. There's a comic Ray Genevieve around, and hmm. he has some kind of bit about leprosy pussy. I feel like we've definitely talked somewhat about leprosy, leprosy push- before, pussy? but yeah. 
but that seems like a thing. Like if you were into like we've talked about diseased for sure, but specifically like yeah, skin's falling off. Like how many labia can you get up to with some good leprosy pussy? I'm I'm just googling leprosy because I don't even know what it looks like. Mm. You know, oh. it's that biblical shit where skin's falling off everywhere. Yeah, I know, but I just needed to like see pictures of it. It's of it's like horrific. Not really. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, I'm into it. <laughs> it's also just kind of, it's like if you have like a zombie-ish type thing, you could. Yeah. and Or like I'm into, you know, old people and creepy people in general. Mm-hmm. Like I like the idea of being taken advantage of, but like creepy old men and shit. It's and like, but like, like a decaying mummy is. Yeah. Or like a decay or right. just like, yeah. Having somebody's like leprosy hands inside of you. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's fucking. Oh, sign me up, baby. <laughs> oh, me out, but that's, I'm happy oh for you. leprosy for her pleasure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's better than ribs. I'm gonna do a do a all trans bitch death cover band and call it leprosy, leprosy for best. her pleasure. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the first death album or one mm-hmm. death best albums is uh, leprosy. Mm-hmm. The first time was Scream Bloody Gore. Then was Leprosy. Anywho, mm-hmm. for all the death fans out there, uh-huh. there are a lot of them. There's, they're one of those bands that like, it became cool to like all of a sudden. Death? Yeah. I... Really great death metal band. Oh, okay. Anywho. Um, so Leprosy Pussy. I don't know. Yeah. You think Did... anyone back in the day, because it was one of those horrible diseases where they put you on like a leper colony. You know, you were quarantined hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, real quarantine for this shit. And so, like, I don't know that anybody ever got to, like, really experience it. You know, like, was there anybody to well, who was really, you both have leprosy? That's true. You know? Yeah, if you both have leprosy, that's even more friction. Shit. I'm just, yeah, I'm wondering, like, what lepro- like, leprotic. Leprotic, yeah. Leprotic genitals look like. Wait, what is necro- necrotic? Is just if it's like dying, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, mean, I guess I, you have to be more specific. It's not just necrotic, it's leprotic. Can you look it up? Did you actually look up like leprosy pussy or <laughs> no? I just <laughs> looked up leprosy just to see like the product the... vagina. See what happens. Okay. We need a we need an intern to sit here and look stuff up for us, like. It just Tim Dillon and Joe. Robin it just came up like leprosy. I like I couldn't find like the adjective version, I guess. Of yeah, it, but just but lep- leprosy, but vagina. Whoa! Person. I mean, I don't know if this is real, but like that can't that be. Does, that looks no. like other diseases. Yeah, I don't see any actual like leprosy vaginas. Yeah, maybe that's just not the part of your body that really, like, lepers off. No, but I'm just saying, like, it for sure has to be. Like, it has to touch the genitals at some point. There's been too maybe much leprosy. Maybe you die before it gets there. Let me read. I found some paper. Hold on. Genital manifestations of tropical diseases. Oh. Genital symptoms in tropical countries and among return to travelers can arise from a variety of bacterial, protozoal, and helmethic uh, infections, which are not usually sexually transmitted. The symptoms may mimic classic sexually transmitted infections uh, by producing ulcerian, for example, amoebosis and some other shit that's really long medical words, wart-like lesions or lesions of the upper genital tract. Uh, especially caused by tuberculosis, leprosy, 
brucellosis and so essentially like yeah there's a paper out there a variety of other genital symptoms less suggestive of stis are also seen in tropical countries these include hydrogen and blah, 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 or hydrocelli or whatever i don't know because yeah essentially it's like someone studying people traveling catching these things getting something like that in a tropical climate and then like coming back but presenting symptoms that may or may not look like an STI but it's actually like a byproduct of like leprosy so there's for sure leprosy symptoms in genitals at some point right so like so that's that's like modern confirmation so Uh far as I'm concerned that leprosy genitals exist yeah I mean probably in the leper colonies where they were just living with it for a while they did get to the point there had to have been some people with both of them with leprosy and like fucking each other and going like well this is funny it, it is a different sensation eh I guess it's one thing that you know we I, we get to experience does your skin this skin actually fall off I wonder yeah you mean like the because it's like such different mucusy stuff in yeah. there like what really happens like yeah because it's like at some point there if there's not enough lube maybe your lips fall because off. you're like dehydrated because you don't have clean drinking water in this leper yeah. colony as like the vagina slides down the shaft like part of the skin just rips off because it's like all scabby and shit yeah. and so you're just like Ugh. fucking a raw dick now <laughs> like a slightly it's skinned raw, raw. dick ah, yeah. it always burns it sucks <laughs> <laughs> like not hot at all no i mean maybe you're because maybe your pussy like stays on leprey but but your lips you know like your lips Just are getting outside all yeah leprotic whatever yeah that stuff's all scabby Leprotic and peeling and is... falling off Oof. You know, a lot less oral sex probably in these days but you know if they were kinky but i'm just saying the actual lepers were the real ones <laughs> knew how to get down i don't know man Ugh. Yeah, i mean yeah it's also just fun, like, in a way to think about, like, you, or I say you, me, you know, like, as a, a normal person, like, being, like, uh, on a hike or on a, you know, a, a journey or whatever. My father sent me out for my first time out of my own to, like, take the goods to the next town over to sell, but I take mm-hmm. a wrong turn and I end up at the leper colony and I try Jack and get the away goes but they like way. catch me and then like uh-huh. they take turns fucking me and thinking about like the sensation of the leper dick going into yeah. my perfect clean asshole well they're also giving you leprosy right which is like kind of vampire aids oh, whatever God. you know thing like infection fetish yeah like I know that this Force is just gonna be my stuff. life eventually uh huh now you're gonna be one of the little leprotic vampires. I just go ahead and resign myself to stay there and let them yeah. use me until I'm no longer pleasurable to uh-huh. them and then you start and then you join them in the forest uh, finding the next yes. healthy child <laughs> This is the way. This is the way. Get that erotic fiction, anyway. Yeah. So leprosy. I don't know. It's not as hot. Like uh, to me, you know, it's like why that that could be hot to me, an infection thing. But then the sores and the look, the aesthetics of like AIDS and leprosy. It's just kind of a bummer. So yeah, AIDS can be hot for a second. You know, it's like you can have AIDS or you can have HIV, but not like have a bunch of sores or whatever. Right. So like. I guess you could get into that now. I, like, I guess I could get into that now, maybe. You can just pretend. Well, yeah, obviously, but it's like it bums me out if I'm thinking about like what it really is going to look like if I have leprosy. Oh, uh, so yeah. Like, can't, you know, I, I can't really enjoy that infection. But maybe I should. I could try that though. Like thinking about getting infected with HIV nowadays. You're still getting infected, but you're also like, well, I'll take the pills. It'll be okay. Yeah, um, those things like stop me from being able to enjoy a sexual fantasy. If I'm like, <laughs> I don't want AIDS, <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> I don't actually want leprosy. See, like the AIDS thing doesn't bother me as much. I'm not really worried about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. At this point, it's a non thing. Yeah. Right. At least like, I mean, it's not not a thing, but it's not a thing for me because I am privileged in white and in America where I have access to fucking prep and yeah. pills. Right. And yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Anywho. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. 